Hello everyone, welcome to our special Thanksgiving episode. Before the show starts, we want to give a nice thankful shout out to today's sponsor, and that's More Than You Know Trivia. More Than You Know is fully customizable. Players select 6 of 20 included categories, making each game a unique experience. There's never a dull moment, as players interact constantly and have the chance to move forward and risk moving backwards during other players' turns. If a player answers the question correctly during a turn, the player rolls a die and advances on the track. The bets of the other players are then revealed. Players with correct bets are rewarded. Those who bet incorrectly are penalized. The Kickstarter campaign starts very soon, or if you're listening to this past November 29th, has already started. And remember, the first 100 who donate to the Kickstarter will get the free app and all future expansion packs. Be sure to check them out at www.morethanyouknow.net or check down below in the description area, wherever that may be, and click on some of the links. Thanks, and enjoy the show. You're listening to Opinions and Beer. Wow. Yeah. Does that have... That has a whiffer? Robot voice. Thick yeah. and dark looking. It looks you put a lot of oxygen into the fermenting yeast, they go aerobic, and they start multiplying. Great American Ale Off, but I don't want to drink a bunch of American Ales. Cause of death. Dun, dun, dun. It tastes worse than Bud Light. <laughs> Straight up 10. Woo! Thanksgiving! My first Thanksgiving off in nine years. Wow. Nine years. You said nine years? Nine years. Well, I think, yeah. Right? Yeah. No. Four, five. No, yeah, nine. Four years. Four years with um, Coke. Five years with Wally World. Yeah. Nine years. Because I remember, I, I, I remember there week. was a time where we both worked at Walmart and we both had to work on Thanksgiving. So it was like, oh, it's cool because like at least we had a mini Thanksgiving where we got to see each other. Now that was like kind of having family. You know? Sometimes I would be able to get off early, and so I was able to go to go to Thanksgiving. But a lot of the a lot of those years, especially out Wally World, uh, you had to you had to work that night because it was like Black Friday, and so you had to work yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but like but there was like a few times where I was able to trick them and let uh, let them let me work the morning shift and so I could get off at an appropriate time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh so yes, yeah, good to be here on Opinions and Beer for Thanksgiving our Thanksgiving episode our, our last year's Thanksgiving episode did um did rather decent. Uh actually all of our holiday episodes do really decent our spring break episode, St. Patty's Day, uh, Memorial Day did really. Uh, oh yeah, our Memorial Day episode did really good. So, um, what what do you usually like uh, think about whenever whenever somebody brings up Thanksgiving? Um, ter- the fact that uh, no no one's nowhere nowhere closes for Thanksgiving anymore. You don't think so? No, they don't. Yeah, yeah, it's really odd. Those places, have you know what? The only been the, open the past couple of Thanksgiving. Till. What um, what holidays do you think, Ed? Um, do you think Amon? What's that? Oh, Amon. Amon's here, guys. Amon. Yeah. Hey, and, what's up? And I'm Adam. Who are you? Are you Adam? I am Adam. This is opinions okay. and beer. Yeah, we're on a podcast together, <laughs> talking about 
Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And um, what uh, what holidays do you think are closed? Oh. Closed? Yeah. I mean, what holidays do you think closed stores? Um, I feel like some parts of like most places, Christmas. Okay, Christmas. Yes. Uh, what's that other one? Labor Day. Nope. Really? Stores don't close for Labor Day. I figured that some places do at least. Oh, maybe. I mean, like stores. Um, oh, you mean like like big commercial stores? Yeah. Okay. Um, no. The only really day that they do is New Year's. I want to say right. N- no. They close early for New Year's, I think. Yeah, like New Year's and... Early. I thought Christmas. Christmas, they close. Christmas, they close. Christmas, everywhere closes. And used to Thanksgiving was another day. Thanksgiving, whenever. no, nowhere closes Thanksgiving. Some, some, they close early. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving falls under the New Year's thing where that people close early now. Okay. Or they're Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually, the other, the only other one... That everywhere closes for is Easter. How does Easter have so much uh, uh, backing still? Easter. How is, yeah. How does Easter? <clears throat> how does Easter have more power and flack? They have. They can flex better than Thanksgiving. I I guess because the holiday is based off of like a religious tradition as well. Because it's a mixture. I guess Thanksgiving is the one holiday that <clears throat> isn't religious. Yeah. It's more yeah. of just like. Uh, <laughs> no, it's wish. just about being a good person. Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. Like, well, it's about, about being thankful for what yeah. you have. That be sounds sounds like you know something that good people yeah, do. The whole idea is that like, oh, the family's thankful. For no, we the, have. Other one, bring the other one, the other one is together and share know, with everybody. A religious figure uh, was born on one day oh, and then and, and then murdered on another yeah. one. So I mean, I don't. Is that crazy? How much religion has on the world? Yeah, you know, there's people that, like, they grow up and they don't, they've they never even heard of Christianity yeah. in their entire lives. In their hearts. No. In their heart they like, have. No, they have no... no. I've seen it. Dude, there's, like, there's islands that, like... They know them. <laughs> no, they do... They know something. They do not know something anything about... No. Every I, I heard, and I've read, that we are all born with it. <laughs> with it it's like a disease it's like a plague <laughs> once you reach a certain age it comes into full i bet you full i force. bet you go to any yeah random island they worship something well i mean Cause yeah it's in you to the almighty meat it's in you they all fucking eat each other they, they know it's something's there is that what it, is that why they eat each other? They're trying to get into the hearts of others. Yeah. Well, They're well, trying to find well, some, a little bit of Jesus. Some tribes did the... believe that eating your enemy gives you their strength. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> but th- this is a crazy topic. This is supposed to be Adam Sandler Day. <laughs> Today's Adam Sandler Day. T- today for Thanksgiving special, we are going to finish our our bracket that we started on Oktoberfest. We, have, okay. we made an Oktoberfest bracket for Adam Sandler was part one. And I wanted to finish the bracket before his movie came. I can't. I don't know when his movie comes We're going to plague all of our listeners. They're sitting there with their families today. Listen, They're like, oh man, it's another great day to listen to the Opinions and Beer podcast group. I just got off of the Facebook group, and now I'm going to listen to their next episode. Ooh. <laughs> what? No! <clears throat> they get, they get here. Yeah. 
for completing something. Okay. Like, oh yeah, they finally are gonna complete this. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do it on this day. <laughs> kind of like, cause I don't think we ever completed a we, back in back in a while back. It's mainly cause I lost the list. We started a uh, <laughs> well, we we started a battle of the brands, and I couldn't find which brands I was battling it, and I couldn't find. I tried to even research it. And I'm like, which character, which brands have figures that have commercials and i yeah i had a whole list and i could only do the one the bear we did bear commercials <laughs> we did verses for bear commercials so uh i want to complete something so <laughs> i figured might as well complete the adam Sandler movie bracket what's great about this episode a thanksgiving episode what makes this episode special and unique is we're going to open up the phone lines after we review this beer we're going to open up the lines and uh people will be able to call in and and tell us about their their opinions on the bracket and which they can weigh in on the uh, Adam Sandler on the Adam bracket. Sandler movie bracket. Okay, so that uh, that way they might be able to help <laughs> sway sway our uh, sway our decisions and whatnot. Well, I mean they can't. There's they're not gonna. <laughs> I'll I'll give my decisions right now. I don't like any of them. Any of the Adam Sandler movies? No, no. <laughs> but uh, but uh. So uh, we have just kidding. They're all good. Uh, so we have Ed Ray one four one six here with us. He's got a wine he'll be drinking. Um, I'm not sure if he's reviewing this wine. He may he may have reviewed this wine on another episode. We're really gonna play it by play it by <laughs> taste. I mean, if he want, you can just review it again. <laughs> just review your ex- <laughs> just rate your experience this time around. But uh, it's like well, today was a nice day. So uh, I guess we're gonna so how we're gonna do this? We're gonna start with. The beer review. Okay. We're gonna go to the wine review, and then we're gonna open up the calls, and we're gonna go ahead and just start. If people call in, they do. If they don't, they don't. That's we're just testing this feature out for you guys on Thanksgiving because <clears throat> we are thankful for listeners and people that interact with us. You know, and um, a lot of people don't understand this, but like Thanksgiving is a big, big deal to me. Like I, I genuinely enjoy the fact that uh, you know, growing up. We used to have these big family get-togethers for Thanksgiving, um, and it was really enjoyable, very, very fun. But you know, sometimes it'd be bad. Sometimes it'd be things would be bad. But it was always nice having all that food. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, sometimes seeing your good family. Um, as time has progressed, we've all kind of. I feel like when people get older, they kind of like uh, evolve from from the more. Uh, central family aspect out to their uh, own families you know because uh, you know once people get older they create their own families etc and um i'm i'm really thankful to uh be able to celebrate it this year oh uh, yeah you're celebrating it um with your family mm-hmm. yep yep it's cool 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 yeah yeah i think um i don't know where thanksgiving's being held this year for uh the ilm side of family oh really i think it's uncle one of our uncle roberts oh okay i think he's hosting thanksgiving this year i think i think we actually i think once again thanksgiving i'll have to stay stick in town <laughs> i'll just stick in so, town and do my own thing yeah yeah that's that's crazy man that's crazy i mean there really has only been about like one thanksgiving like walmart was the one Thanksgiving that I worked, and the rest of them, I'm just like, fuck these guys. I'm not going out on Thanksgiving. Fuck them. <laughs> like, people, they, like, never schedule me to work Thanksgiving or not, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, like, most of the other holidays where they ask, like, do you want to work on this holiday, like, or whatever, like, I'm usually always for it, but 
I don't know why Thanksgiving. I'm just like, no, I want to be thankful. Yeah, I want to be thankful. Can't Aren't you that. thankful for your job? Yeah. <laughs> thankful for, <laughs> for your job. So today's beer of the day is the twenty is the twenty nineteen release of Narwhal Imperial Stout made by the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company in Colorado. Sierra Nevada Brewing, uh, Chico. No, no, no. Yeah, Chico, Colorado. Right, California, Chico, California. Is it CO? It's California. CO is Colorado. Let me I'm getting see. CO. Sierra Nevada. I don't know why I kept saying Sierra Nevada was in Colorado. It's a California beer. Sierra Nevada Imperial Stout. It is 10.2% in alcohol by volume, inspired by the mysterious creature that dwells in the deepest Arctic seas. Narwhal Imperial Stout is midnight black and bold with notes of baker's cocoa and dark roasted coffee this massive imperial stout is incredibly complex and explores the darkest depths of malt flavor Woo! says we brew in chico california and mills river north carolina to bring you the finest quality beer um it looks pretty cool i like the uh the artwork for this one i like it's the narwhal uh, yeah it's got a narwhal with uh what looks like uh maybe a shadow lady liberty in the sea Oh no, that's a, a, a sunken ship. Interesting. So uh, I'm smelling it. It's not as uh, potent as some of the recent beers we've had. The smell, the aroma. Oh, it's 10.2% alcohol At as well. 10.2, it's pretty high for Sierra Nevada. Sierra yeah, Nevada. Sierra Nevada is uh, one of those ones that kind of keeps uh, keeps low on their stuff. And they're more of like a... Yeah, I think a lot of their IPAs and stuff are... They hit around seven, maybe six, seven. And uh, it uh, this this beer pours a dark pitch black color. It looks pretty good from here. Looking pretty good, Narwhal. Narwhal. Get in a picture. So what inspired you to uh, pick Narwhal for Thanksgiving? <laughs> it seems like such an odd choice. Was there 2019 release? I feel like Narwhal... I don't know, it just it spoke it, it spoke Thanksgiving to me, like seasonal. <laughs> okay. It's, I think it's, it, what, it's a seasonal beer. Alright. And so they released it around this time. And therefore, because of that, I said, I, I need a good seasonal beer. Is it, this Why wasn't, can I not change? This wasn't carbonated, was it? Oh, yeah, it was super carbonated, it looked like. Yeah, like, I've, I've got a lot of bubbles. Yeah, yeah, it looks super carbonated. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I generally don't like too much of the carbonated ones, but... Oh, the carbonated, like, uh... Carbonated, uh, stouts? Yeah. We'll see how I it goes. I get that. Though. Well, what happens with... If it's uncarbonated, it's actually the alcohol. Alcohol actually kills carbonation. Yeah. Did you know that? And so, like, when we had Cause of Death, it had zero carbonation. It, was, it, it honestly had a very, like, barley wine uh, style to it because the carbonation was li- none. Because the alcohol actually, yeah, alcohol does kill carbonation over time. So what, um, <clears throat> can you remember, I can't remember any of uh, Sierra Nevada's other beers. What are What is, like, a couple of the other ones that we can kind of base this off of? Um... 
We we're, we're oh, bound to have tried. Alyssa, no, no, no. Fuck. That's not. I, I said Alyssa. That's St. Arnold's. Uh, that's an here. You got yes. you got your thing. Yeah, yeah. They, you can bring it up real quick. Yeah, they fill it up real quick. Sarah, I think they do like. They're well. They're they're kind of like big craft. So like, they're they're kind of up there with like uh, Dogfish Head and all of them. They're like one of the big craft people. So a lot of their beers are just like are like founders. Where founders, they don't have any names. So it's like founders porter. So yeah. Sierra Nevada has like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. You know what I mean? So it's like because they're like one of the big craft people they don't have to name their beers make it yeah like, this is the pale ale <laughs> this is the pale ale by my company yeah yeah sierra nevada pale ale okay sierra nevada torpedo uh extra ipa sierra nevada hazy ipa okay um i don't think we've had much of their beer oh celebr oh last year we had celebr oh we had oktoberfest we just had their oktoberfest yeah yeah we did so actually it, ma- it, mis- it, ma- it ma- matches up because this is oktoberfest and um not Oktoberfest, but like the Adam Sandler bracket was done with Oktoberfest, the same beer I think that this is. Oh wow! So there's a hidden like tie-in that, that uh, nobody knew existed. <clears throat> well, that makes me thankful. <laughs> but uh, so, oh, I'm try this beer. So, I, all right, let's get into let's get into to food. Because you can't talk about Thanksgiving okay. without talking about Ooey gooey butter cake. What? You fired that one off really fast. What? What is your favorite? <laughs> Since Ed Ray's here, let's let's get his opinion. Eric, what's your favorite Thanksgiving foods? Turkey, cheese, rice, broccoli. Why does Why does that make you feel like that? That is like the embodiment of like Thanksgiving. Because you get your energy from rice, your fiber from broccoli, and your protein from turkey. <laughs> Good answer. Okay. What about you, Adam? I think that... You uh, said ooey gooey butter. Ooey gooey butter rolls. I like rolls. Yeah, hell yeah. Big roll guy. <laughs> is that... <laughs> is that all you eat at Thanksgiving? You Okay, it's guys. Okay, rolls. guys. Well, unfortunately... Adam's only eaten rolls and ooey gooey butter cake the past uh, past nine Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. So and beer. Uh, I brought beer last time. Yeah, there we go. So a good beer, I feel like to pair with like Thanksgiving. I have to say, like, I think that just like a nice, a nice mellow IPA might be the way to go, just because of the way that the rest of the food is. You don't want something too thick or too much. Um, so I'd say, yeah, try try and go somewhere somewhere mid road, maybe even a good sour. I think maybe that would be like good for it. I'm, I, I'm or trying to or like a dessert porter. Or some, ale. So yeah, maybe maybe a uh, either a darker ale, a dessert porter, or a good mid road IPA. I think that those are the ballpark ideas of beer that would pair well with most Thanksgiving stuff. Like I'm talking about like turkey. Like mine, I I like the smoked turkey. I like some of the ham, honestly. Like 
I like some of the this like if you can get smoked ham, like that tastes really good. I feel like that's a staple. Um, every everybody all has different opinions on the different types of dressing. Some people do green bean casseroles. Um, <clears throat> usually, usually people bring out also the pecan pies, uh, pumpkin pies, and lemon pies. Like I feel like most Thanksgivings have had those with like a little bit of whipped cream or whatever. Like that's genuine, generally what I feel like. I'll tell you what we did. Me, me, and uh, my wife, we did totally different last Thanksgiving. We said. We didn't say, hey, what's normal Thanksgiving things that we would like to eat, you know, or whatever. We said, we said, let's just take, like, a bunch of meals that are, like, stupid, taste so good, like, and then we'll just make that our Thanksgiving. So, like, last, last Thanksgiving we had, like, buffalo mac and cheese, <laughs> you know, and, like, <laughs> shit like that, like, like, yeah, mix, mixed with smoked turkey and, and, and a couple other things that just, like, I made a protein bars one year. Oh, really? Yeah, like, peanut butter protein bars, like, uh, graham, like, what was that, graham cracker cereal? What's yeah, that? yeah. Golden grams. Oh, Golden man. Golden graham protein peanut butter bars. Man, what kind of, what kind of beer would go good with that? Um, a stout, probably, stouts. What's your first thoughts on this beer that we have? Oh, okay. So the narwhal, um, look, it doesn't claim to have anything in it. Like it's it's pretty. Yeah, it's just another imperial stout. Notes. It said okay. So the one thing it said it has notes of baker's, baker's cocoa, cocoa and dark roasted. It has coffee. notes. So it's not saying it tastes that way. Yeah. But they added that is that these are some of the notes that are coming from the beer that they brewed. So they're not claiming anything. They're just saying the notes are there. And I do t I do have like. The lingering, like a lingering taste of that. So, I I will say that like, I I mean I'm not gonna say that it uh, tastes amazing. I think that it kind of has a, it's pretty pretty bitter. Um, okay, but but it's thicker than uh some of our previous beers, right? Yeah 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 has for thicker, sure. Has a thicker more stouty taste to it. Um, at the end of the day, like it's one of those it's just one of those beers. You know, sometimes these companies they just want to make a, a straightforward, yeah, like a, a good, stout. a good like stock one. And I think think that that's something to you know bask over. Yeah, yeah, almost be be applauded. Yeah, because like I like I like the fact that like they're willing to take a break from the things that you know. Yeah, well, you know, and most of their beers are really a hoppy and IPA and like very bitterish. Yeah. So this is one of those. Um, it's like there's there's no this gimmick. Be, this is an oddball one where they're like, okay, let's do a stout. You know, we usually do IPAs. We that's a, that's our gimmick is like the, the you know tor tornado IPA or the pale ale. Yeah. And so uh, let's yeah. do a imperial stout. I did see I did they did have a coffee stout in like a sampler pack that I was wishing to get, but I didn't I, I didn't find their other beers in that pack amusing at all. And so I didn't want to, I didn't want to spend that uh however much money that giant fucking sampler pack was for. Just the coffee. Yeah, They're just coffee the coffee. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I totally understand with that. Um, <sighs> shit, dude. This. How's it? We're going to, uh, we'll rate this beer at the end of the episode. Uh, we're going to let um, Ed Ray review his wine. I'm going to go grab a, um, 
my port real quick then so my uh, my computer doesn't die uh, during this episode. Okay. Well, then, what do you what do you got over there, Ed Ray? Well, with that I'm gone. I might as well make this quick. It's a barefoot Chardonnay. You you don't you don't no. You take your time. Take your time. All right. So here it is. Barefoot Chardonnay is a delightful wine with tempting flavors of green apples and peaches. Okay. Hints of honey and vanilla enhance the buttery finish. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Barefoot Chardonnay is perfect with seafood, poultry, fresh fruits, white sauce pastas, and mild cheeses. Wonderful! So do you think that it would uh, go okay at a Thanksgiving dinner? It'd go okay with Thanksgiving dinner. It'd go okay with Italian foods, such as pasta, pizza, whatever. I mean, I already ate a whole pizza, so this is a good thing to down this right now. But anyway... This is bottled All, in all they need to do is make the pizza pizza casserole, mm-hmm. and then it would be a perfect Thanksgiving uh, dinner. Oh, yeah. Vended and bottled <laughs> by Barefoot Cellars of Modesto, California, and this is... Okay, let me see. I think it's on the front here. I'm trying to figure out... Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay. 13% alcohol by volume. Oh, wow, so yeah, is, yeah. This is going to be a strong one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's actually uh, pretty hefty, huh? Okay, so... It doesn't smell like vinegar, so I think this is in good shape right here. So I'm gonna go ahead and pour a glass here. <laughs> okay. Try to digest my pizza a little bit quicker. Pizza casserole. So yeah, if you ever eat a pizza or eat pasta, you always want to drink wine to help break it down and digest. <laughs> so um, I've already smelled this, so I'm gonna go ahead and taste this. Sort of bland compared to a lot of other white wines out there. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of white wine personally, but I'm willing to review it. Yeah. I guess I'll give this down the middle of 5 out of 10. Oh, wow. Wow. So, um, strong words for uh, a not-so-strong wine. Yeah. Well, we, well, I got other wines I can review in future episodes that may be better than this. Who knows? But I'm still going to drink it. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Um, I don't believe in wasting <laughs> wine. <laughs> As bad as it is, or as good as it is, I'm, I'm still. I still think that the Carlo Rossi uh, Paisano wine was the best wine I ever had. Yeah, it looked like it was a good one. And I'm willing to review another Carlo Rossi wine at some point. And I think Adam is back, so take it away. Uh, okay. Uh. Well, I mean, he he gave a pretty solid uh, wine review right there. He he said that it was uh, about mid road, and that white wine is just. You know, can be bland sometimes, especially if you don't try and do anything like good with it. Which I mean, it sounds like they did try to, but hey, you can only get so much out of what you're doing, you know. But um, but yeah, man, uh, nice review right there. <laughs> uh, you wanna um, we're gonna go ahead and get into this uh, bracket. Oh, the Adam Sandler bracket? The Adam Sandler bracket. If you want to start that, I'm going to uh, go live in just a few moments. Do you have any um, any movie in particular that you're pulling for? No. Okay. I don't know. It's like the only ones... See, like, I like the Happy Madison, uh, like, movies. Because, like, I think that, like, Grandma's Boy is included in that. And that's the only one that, like, I like out of, like, all of them. I mean, I did like Billy Madison when I was growing up and Little Nicky. Like, I feel like Billy Madison, Little Nicky, and um, 
and Grandma's Boy are the ones that I'm like, okay. But, you know, Adam Sandler's not even in Grandma's Boy. I like, I think that Adam Sandler's, like, abilities and, and things like that were good for, like, initial humor, but, like, I don't feel like they hold up well over time. You don't think, what are you, are you serious? I'm being dead serious. Well, I think, I think it holds up for its particular audience. You don't think, you don't think Adam Sandler has nailed his audience down? Why else would Netflix give him a three billion dollar deal, whatever, million dollar deal? A million dollar deal to make all these movies, and why they keep giving him deals? He's made and extending his deals is because he has no. I don't think I don't think he's nailed his audience, Adam. What he's done is he's made a movie of every single genre. He's gone and did every single genre movie. Like you're bound to have something that, like, that people like after that. You know, like, like if you can't find one genre that people like then you fucking suck and but the thing is is adam sandler he did a lot of different genres so there's i mean there's good ones that hit home and they do good and there's bad ones you know (laughs) so speaking of bad ones, we're gonna go ahead and start off this movie bracket with uh what should we start off with let's do something uh let's do something simple that we probably don't even know okay try to kick it out Um, all right Hotel Transylvania 2 versus Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> Alright, you're going to have to give me a, a brief synopsis okay, of so the two. Two, I think his daughter and the human character get married. And three... Oh, that sounds interesting. And in and, and, and Hotel Transylvania 3, they go on a cruise and then Van Helsing's daughter is trying to kill Dracula but Dracula's in love with her and so it's like weird oh okay um because Van Helsing's daughter she orchestrated the cruise to kill Dracula Dracula, but now she's starting to fall in love with him it's like oh I'm so confused I'm supposed to kill you but I'm in love with you ah and Dracula just straight up loves her yes um infatuated maybe That does sound really good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because of the the storyline, I think that two probably should be the better one. I two? mean, probably wasn't made better than three, because I've seen some of the uh, I've seen some trailers for two and three, and the one for three actually looked good, but like the one for two, I think three might have been good actually. Yeah, I think I think two was the bad one. Yeah. Two's a bad one, but I'm voting for it because it had a better storyline. Like that's such a better storyline. Oh god. Uh, the the whole the whole Van Helsing's daughters and and Dracula are in love together thing that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> but you know Dracula having a daughter that I guess marries a human or whatever yeah. that makes sense. Well, in the first one they're just dating. And okay. The second one's the wedding. So it's like the dating, wedding, and then the cruise, the family cruise. They basically made an animated grown-ups movie. Okay. <laughs> but with fucking monsters. <laughs> it's like... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyone have any comments on this? Our first uh, first round of the day is Hotel Transylvania 2 versus Hotel Transylvania 3. Um, which one was better? Go ahead and call in and let us know. 
Um, Ed Ray, what are your thoughts on these two films? And uh, based off based off the synopsis of what I gave, uh, which is the better and why? I would say boring because it's hard for me to follow the story on both movies anyway. There you go. So, which one would you give them? The the. Uh, I guess. Yeah, this is an elimination bracket. You have to pick one or the other. Fine, I'll pick three, even though both are boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, so, so right now, Hotel, Hotel Transylvania Three does have uh, two two points on it. Um, so we're gonna move move on ahead. Okay. Anybody want to call? <laughs> Anybody want? I'm call not or... mad over the fact that Hotel Transylvania Two. Lost out just because you guys have more numbers than me. <laughs> okay. I'm not mad. You're a numberist. <laughs> but uh, so our second um second round of the day. Damn, I've been sandaled again. <laughs> second, our second round. Sandler. Second round is Jack and Jill versus Zookeeper. All right. So also, we're gonna need a little bit of synopsis. For this. Okay. I think you did tell me about Jack and Jill before, though. So Jack and Jill is Adam Sandler, uh, and he plays himself. Well, not himself. He plays an Adam Sandler type character, and then he does. Off- he randomly break into the song with but ukulele. But he also plays his sister Jill. So he's playing Jack and Jill, him and his sister, and his sister's. <laughs> Him acting like his sister is the dumbest thing in the world. That's why they, that's why they won like 40, 40 Razzies or something. Yeah. And um, his sister is in love with what, Al Pacino. What are are Razzies the uh, bad awards? Bad awards. Yeah. How do you get a Razzie? Um. Well, you, I don't think most people accept it. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's basically just like MTV <laughs> made a made an award show where they just shit on bad movies. Oh really? <laughs> so. And so they dominate bad movies for certain things, like worst actor of the year and stuff like that. I think one person in the history of Razzies has actually accepted one of them. Went and accepted them? Yeah. I think, I think was it uh, Tommy Wiseau? I'm not sure who accepted it. <laughs> that sounds no, pretty really awesome. Sure, um, uh, but, uh, and then... Uh, I would love to see a live action, like, people but, accepting Razzies. I, I think that that would be... Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Wouldn't that be great if people could laugh at themselves that much to be able to sit there and go to the Razzies? Shitty, shitty award. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, But no, uh, uh, Al Al Pacino, he falls in love with Adam Sandler's sister, who is Adam Sandler as a woman. (laughs) And it's but it's actually but the character is actually Al Pacino. Yeah. He's playing himself. He's literally. That's why I was getting confused earlier because he he's playing Al Pacino. It's Al Pacino the actor because there's like news like Al Pacino was spotted with this lovely woman. <laughs> it's fucking Adam Sandler. But it's like it's super weird, dude. The whole movie's really weird, and like the comedy, I I feel like you can see what they're aiming for. The comedy just never lands ever. Yeah. Uh, Zookeeper is more of a Kevin James movie. Where he talks to the animal, like, well, he hits his head or whatever, or uh, the animals start talking to him. Um, Adam Sandler voices the monkey character. So, yeah. Adam Sandler is the voice of the monkey character. Okay. Who's one of, like, the lead, like, he's, like, the lead in the um, the zoo. He's, like, the, oh, I gotta help you him. get over here, I'll throw some shit at yeah, you. I'm gonna throw my shit at you. I'm gonna throw my poo-poo. I throw my poo-poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh. And so while it is a um, get over here, human, I throw shit on it you. It is more of a co, 
it is more of a co-star role. Okay. So it's we're going with more of a Kevin James him as a co-star. He has a he, he's he's pretty prominent in the film, you know, as a voice of the monkey. Yeah. Or you got him playing him and his sister. <laughs> Come over here! So, I saw you so in that Polybot mall cop. So I'm gonna throw my banana bill. So Jack and Jill versus Zookeeper. Who do you? This is the Adam Sandler movie bracket. Do hold we on, is second? hold on, is this? Because I'm, I've got a very significant point here. Is there a scene where Adam Sandler, as a monkey, is picking off fleas from Paul Blart? I mean, Kevin James. Um, I'm not sure. Because that's a deciding factor for me. I hate to say it, but if he's picking fleas off Kevin James, then I would definitely give that to... To the bracket as far as a better movie oh yeah yes man uh shit i'm sorry i'm making sure that we can hear stuff yeah we can okay <clears throat> um i can't i don't i don't think that happens i'm not sure that happens it might it, oh it might because i think he's trying to distract because he's talking to the animals and this girl that he likes like in every adam sandler movie this girl that this okay. girl that kevin james likes is like going by and he's having to pretend to not be talking to the animals and doing just animal zookeeper stuff. And so I think he does Oh, what's this? Oh yeah, yeah, picking the picking the bugs, whatever. So I think he might pick off of Adam Sandler. Wow. That's um They've got it for me. That's it. It's zookeeper. That's it. Zookeeper has secured its spot. Ed Ray one four one six, what's your uh, vote? I'm gonna say zookeeper on the sense that Jack and Jill is so bad that it makes Biodome look like <laughs> Mr. Deeds Goes to Town from 1936. That was an awesome movie compared to Biodome. Okay, so in a landslide victory, we're going to go ahead and knock Jack and Jill off that. <laughs> so, sorry, Jack. Oh, Jack and Jill fell down. The, uh, the, the uh, king of the, the, the Adam Sandler, king the next, of the hill. <laughs> the next one we got and here. broke their crown. We have the Cobbler versus Bedtime Stories. Get over here, cobbler. I'm going to make you eat my poo. No, that's not what happens. <laughs> so. Shitting around, eating the cobbles. That's my best uh, Adam have you seen? Have you seen the cobbler or um, bedtime stories? Um. <laughs> no. No, I haven't. Um. We will probably need another uh, okay. So the Swift cobbler plot synopsis. So the cobbler is a Netflix movie. It's one of his Netflix made films. It's where he, Adam Sandler, is a shoemaker, and he makes these shoes. Okay. That can turn him into, or no, every time he fixes the shoes with a with a specific um, shoe fixer maker, um, it. He, he's able to, when he puts them on, he's able to turn into the person that those shoes are, belong okay, to. Okay, so what era is this in? Like, is it supposed to be like 1900, no. year 2000? Like, is he at like Foot Locker, or is he at like, um, you know, he's like in his own shop? He's in his own shop, but it's like weird, like downtown New York. But it's like, oh, so okay. It's like, it's like a Jewish community, so it's like, it's normal to have a, to go to like a random shoe shop like oh. that. Oh, and get get, get cobbled, yeah. Okay. So, 
yeah, it's weird because it does take place in like now-ish. Or like, it's like a modern day cobbler. Yeah. So he's a modern okay. day cobbler, but he's using one of, like, he, he breaks out like an ancient tool or whatever. Or like something that he has in, has in the back storage or whatever. Every time he fixes a shoe with that tool, and he puts that shoe on, he's able to turn into the person that wore those shoes. The owner May- of the shoes. Maybe it all it does is like restrict blood flow to the brain. So then he like kind of is like in the midst of like kind of passing out <laughs> and then has hallucinations. Well, I think he goes off and does stuff like as these people. That's where like the drama comes in. He's like, oh no, I'm, be- I'm being these people. It's kind of like a drama. It's not, it's not really funny. It's not a funny movie. He said he, he goes around and he does things as those people yeah. and he gets like mad about it. Or I think, um, I think something, I think it becomes weird. If anybody, if anybody remembers the cobbler and what what actually happens in it, all I know is that he puts on shoes and turns into the, the shoe wearer. <laughs> but, uh, what would, I mean, what would you do? Whose shoes? Whose shoes would you wear? Oh uh, shit, um, Michael Jackson's. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, we're, ta- we're taking the the shoe the who shoes questions off the board. Off the board. The moonwalking shoes, babe. Okay. <laughs> Ed Ray, if you could wear someone's shoes, who would it be? I want to say Chris Jericho shoes. Oh, that's a, that's an interesting pick. If you wanted to be Chris Jericho, he's kind of old, older, older now. Um, and then we have bedtime stories, which is where he reads okay. a book to his kids. And every time he reads, or every time he reads a story, or tells a story to his kids. That story becomes real the next day. In in some weird fashion. And he, he starts telling these stories to his kids a lot more often, to try to get a promotion for his job, because uh, he works at a hotel and he wants to become a hotel manager. And the hotel and the and the hotel owner promised his father back in the day that he'd give him a hotel manager spot or whatever the his son but he's like he like never does and he looks over him but then ever since he starts telling these bedtime stories he's like oh maybe I should give you a shot at being a hotel manager Mr. Janitor you seem to know yourself around here <laughs> and so every so he reads these you stories. little kids go over there and sit down I'm gonna tell you a bedtime story about me being a janitor no no, he tells like crazy stories, and then like somehow oh. they become real the next day. Oh, they like um. Oh, no, 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 they become like uh like oh so and so is gonna have fire hit their butt or something, and then and then like some random accident happens, and like their pants catch on fire or something, or someone's gonna die. He'll, he'll, he'll say he'll say someone's gonna die. I'm like what? No, I don't want to die. And so he'll like be avoiding fire the entire day. Like what the fuck's gonna happen? I don't want to catch on fire. Or like he's speaking a googly language or whatever, and so he has to have a translator come up and do it. So yeah. he actually chokes on something, and he can't talk right. Or it's like walnuts, and it's like so his tongue swells up, and he can't talk right. But his friend can understand what he's saying, so okay. he's training this up and like translates. So which movie would you say is the uh, better? Uh, probably The Cobbler. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, it sounds like one is like uh, that, that Will Ferrell story movie 
Will Ferrell. Yeah, where where the ladies like I narrating like that movie. is like, yeah, I know, I know that it didn't turn out too bad. It sounds like this is just a horrible <laughs> Adam Sandler version of that movie. Like, <laughs> well, um, like, like it doesn't sound good at all. Uh, Cobbler, at least, I think has like, it's kind of a unique perspective. Yeah, you know, that's at least like. It's one. It's one of. I feel more, like a little bit more effort sounds yeah, like it's, it was it's more, put into it's that. It's way more of an artsy film. Of yeah. his, or more like an artsy-ish type film. Ed Ray, did you see either of these? Which one would you give the vote to? What are they again? The Cobbler and Bedtime Stories. Well, that's a tough one because I never saw either of them, but I guess Bedtime Stories. Bedtime Stories? Uh, I'm going to give it to the Cobbler. I'll give it to the Cobbler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just because Bedtime Stories is a little more um, kiddie. It's more of like his kiddie type movies. And I think just, I think Imagine That, which was um, Eddie Murphy's version of the same movie. Yeah. You know, it was, like, it was one of those instances where two movies got released at the same time. And they're very, yeah. very similar. I think uh, Eddie Murphy's might have been just a little better. And that's why. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Eddie Murphy's uh, on the curve. On the curve? Yeah. I didn't watch his new movie. Did you watch his new movie? Uh, Dolomite? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it either. I haven't watched it only because um, Michael J. White's not in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm it mad looks, about it that. Looks, it looks like they just like that stole... Black Dynamite. Stole... <laughs> yeah. It, it looks, looks like, like Black Dynamite. It's like this movie should have Michael J. White, yes. but it's not. Did you watch Undercover Brother 2? I watched um, a little bit of it. A little bit of it. But I then when you I see it, like, talking about woke culture, you're like, no... <laughs> no. Yeah, it was like there's a whole no, the whole, the whole it, movie was them making fun of woke culture. So. Oh really? Yeah, he's just making all oh, these white people thinking they woke, trying to tell black people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that actually sounds pretty funny. But uh, that was the most of it. Okay, uh, the murder mystery versus the do over. Both being Netflix films, Netflix made uh, films. Um, the Do-Over, starring, what's his name? He did, ah, oh, fuck. What, what, what's his name? He did, he did all his movies with Chris Farley. David Spade. David Spade. David Spade and Adam Sandler, and it's like an action movie, kind of, like, like where, um, <laughs> where Adam Sandler pretends to be a, um. A, oh, what are we gonna do? Well, Adam Sandler's so Adam Sandler's character. Ooh, I don't know. You should do whatever you want. And then murder mystery is he is a cop, and he's okay. trying to figure out the murder that is happening on the yacht. Or the a murder happens on the yacht, and then um, him and his wife, uh, Jennifer Aniston, right? Yeah. Okay. From Friends. Yeah, that's Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> uh, yeah. Him and his wife uh, start going off and trying to um, figure it out. Cause he well he lied to his wife and said he was a detective, but he's just like a regular cop. But he hasn't made detective yet, and so you're a detective now. Let's go detective. Let's go. Uh, yeah, we're here, and it's oh, and he's it's an like awkward his character is like really funny because he's like oh, really like God. his character in the movie is very like I don't want to do this. I mean, let's... okay, what's what'd you do? Okay, he's like he's his character is pretty his character is pretty funny. Oh. It's it's honestly weird for Adam Sandler. His Listeners at home. Did you really, like, expect anything else, though? But his character is, like... It's really different. It's, okay. it's, not, as, it's not as normal wacky woo. It's like, he's, like, really, like... 
Okay, oh, what's everyone doing? I'm so, uh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I just want to drink. Can I just drink, honey? Oh, I just want to drink. <laughs> I just want to hang out. Hey, who who killed this man? Uh, I think he did it. Yeah, yeah he looks he looks suspicious. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just, he, and he has like this weird mustache. He grew a mustache for the role. So he has like a, a, a police mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and him and Jennifer Aniston though are really good together. They really, they really do work. Together. Really? Good. Yeah. I think. I think well, you're be... talking to, to me. It sounds like the other one would be better. If I'm being the honest. The do over. Yeah. Um. But it was slightly. I felt underproduced than the other. One. I mean, as far as like. Uh. The do over f- was a little better. If you no. Know, if. Uh, it, I mean, the murder mystery, it just sounds boring, though. Like, how how long can you pull off the trope of, like, yeah, I should be doing this, but uh, I kind of just don't feel like it. What? (laughs) It's like, it's Adam Sandler, that's that's what all of your movies seem like. (laughs) It's like, that's that's like all your movies. Right. Right. (laughs) It's like, ah, yeah. I know it's an awkward situation, but uh, I don't really want to do it. But, um. The movie. Starring Adam Sandler. The uh, but the do-over ends with Adam Sandler's character. Uh, he's not really a spy. He was lying to David Spade, but he's trying to find. <laughs> you just described the same plot to the. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's lying to David. <laughs> and so, okay, so essentially, the difference between these movies is. Do I like Jennifer Aniston more or David Spade more? But no, okay. the thing is, he's trying to he's trying to find the, this guy who has the cure to cancer. Oh, that, who's gonna be my star well, and co-star? He has a cure to the cancer that he has, and so he pretended to be a spy to get help from David Spade, who's like a banker type character. Okay. To to just like to take out these people that are hiding the cure to cancer. Okay. And so that's his. That's the whole movie to cure his cancer. He's got to pretend to be a spy. Where the other movie, he's a cop, and he's pretending to be a detective. And his wife wants him to do detective stuff because someone just got murdered on their boat. Does he? Uh, long story short, does he cure cancer? I think. I think he might die actually in the movie. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. I think the whole thing was like, yes, I just wanted to find the cure for other people or something. I think he might die. Okay. I know, it might be a happy ending. I can't remember. Alright, that one wins. The do-over? The do-over. Okay, Ed Ray, what's your pick? Let's see. I don't think I've seen either movie, but I guess Murder Mystery. Mur- you keep going against it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, ma- he's making it interesting. Yeah, he's making me have to, uh, <laughs> to pick. Um... Shoot, I'm gonna have to go. I will go Murder Mystery just because I forgot. Uh, mainly because the the supporting cast, the, I like the supporting cast was like uh, Luke Evans and stuff, like the dude from um, uh, Lord of the Rings and uh, okay. like Fast and Furious. Uh, he was one of the villains of Fast and Furious. Was and, who uh, was he in Lord Lord of the Rings? Was he Eomer? Eomer? Oh shoot, Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Lord of the Rings. He Luke was... Evans, uh, aka Chris Evans' brother. Yeah, yeah, Yavoni. No, no, no. He was born to Yavoni. Uh, uh, who was his character in? Freaking. Luke Evans was. Oh, maybe he was only in the Desolation of Smog. My bad. 
Oh, he was That's a desolation. Sweet. Oh, I know who you're talking about then. Hey, I know, no, I know who you're talking you about. Do? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I thought it was in the old one. Maybe it's just in. Well, doesn't he looks just like uh, Eomer, is what I was saying. Or no, no, he doesn't, but I know who he is. Owen Shaw, because he's Owen Shaw on Furious 7. And then he's in The Raven. He was in The Raven. The Raven? He was um, uh, Immortals. Zeus is. He was Clash of the Titans, Apollo. Three Musketeers. Yep, yep. And then, yeah, uh, Bard in The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. It was Bard. Yep. That's his characters. I remember it. But yeah, so um, so just hit him being in it, even though some crazy stuff happened. I think uh, I think I'll have to give it over to the murder mystery. So, I just want to have this on record. You guys are saying that you would rather watch a a lazy murder mystery where the uh, the I had a fun ending. The thing drawing you in is Adam Sandler's fake cop mustache, versus. <laughs> Adam Sandler trying to fight to to cure cancer and dying. Right. Yes. Okay. So it's so the next pick. If anyone wants to call in and weigh in on their on our on our show, uh, we have Click versus the Week of. Did you watch the Week of? I was. Why no. do you want to just give it to Click? <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I haven't seen the Week of. So the Week of is it's Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. And it's a, it's like it's kind of like a um, guess who's coming to dinner movie, where like their kids are getting married and like one's Jewish, one's Catholic. And click. Then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and give it to Click. I, I'm not even gonna. I I, I had a. Do you it. no look? Not everyone has seen Click though, so like you need to give a synopsis and okay. So and Click. Why you're choosing it? Because Click is the one movie that I've been considering from the start here. That I can't really tell whether I do like it or not. Because it is a good movie, but it also is a bad movie. Click? Yeah. Click's like one of his best movies. Exactly. Explain <laughs> explain to everyone right now the synopsis. That way they will understand why it is both I think a good movie and a bad Click. movie. Ed Ray, you seen Click? See, he's seen Click. He okay. hasn't seen nothing. But uh, so <laughs> he hasn't seen nothing, dude. So click is he goes to Bed Bath and Beyond. He goes to the Beyond section, and he finds that he gets given a remote by Christopher Walken, and he gets to click through life, and uh, pause people, and uh, he gets a magic remote, and then he gets old and dies. <laughs> it's super depressing, but uh, it's really good. I think the click. I think click is way better than the week of. So we're gonna give it to click. Um. So. I'm noticing an ongoing theme here, besides the fact that all of Adam Sandler's movies star himself. Um, So, we're looking at a a magical item in a lot of these. Oh, there is, huh? Yeah. It's a lot of... Oh, more in his newer films. It's either a magical item or an item that changes things. You know what I'm saying? I think he's just done so many movies. You start losing uh, ideas at some point. So next up, if anyone wants to call in, we're going to do Rain Over Me versus Funny People. You want to start, uh, Ed Ray? Come start. I have no idea what those two movies are. Yes, you do. Okay, so Rain Over Me is where Adam Sandler's homeless. 
He's like the homeless, uh, he's like a homeless person. Nothing? I think Don Cheeto's in it. John Cheeto, is it Don Cheeto? Don Cheeto. I think he's like, uh, he like, me, he sees that I'm saying. You need, you need, I'm telling you, you're going to have to bring up the son- synopsis for all of these movies. Because not everybody's seen these movies either. Time to be thankful, guys. I know you want to rush through this, but no, I'm not, I'm not trying you to. You gotta elaborate. Because <clears throat> I mean, here's the deal: once you once you say the synopsis once, when they go on to the next round, we won't really okay. have to. Charlie Feynman, who lost his family in the terrorist attacks of September 11th, still grieves over their deaths. He runs into his former college roommate, Don Cheadle, and the two rekindle their friendship. Alan himself is feeling the strain of family and professional responsibilities, and his renowned bond with Charlie gives both men the strength to carry on during a turning point in their lives. I was like, I don't know, it just seems very natural for Adam Sandler to try and, uh, to try and profit off of 9-11. What? <laughs> What are you talking about? And then there's funny people. So we have Rain Over Me versus funny people. Anybody want to rain? Uh, we we did have a vote right here. So he said the week of uh, should have won. Tristan said the week of should have won. Earlier. Okay. I don't know if we're on delay. We might be on delay. Hey, let us know if we're on delay, guys. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't know. Would they know if we're on delay? <laughs> right now we're doing um, Rain Over Me versus funny people. Rain over me versus funny people. Okay, so rain over me. But what about what about funny people? What's funny people? So funny people is literally it's like stand up comedy, right? It's Adam Sandler doing stand up comedy. Comedy has like Seth Rogen, and they're like, oh man, Adam Sandler's my idol. And he's like, oh, I'm depressed and miserable. Who? Seth Rogen? No, no. Adam Sandler. Seth Rogen is like a newer comic in the film. And Adam. <laughs> That's my Seth Rogen. But... Oh, what you doing over there, Seth Rogen? Or oh, you, you, I'm gonna throw my poo on you. <laughs> so apparently, I guess uh, he was trying to call in, but he was too slow when he was trying to call in about the week of. Oh, okay, okay. But um, so hey, we'll sit on this. If anyone wants to call in, we will sit. <laughs> we will sit on so... a movie. So the week of was given a um, was given another one. It was. I can't remember what I did with the week of though. I might have to go backwards, undo. Yeah, that that might oh, be. Oh, he it. did the week of against Click though. Oh, okay. So he, was saying, okay. he was saying the week of is better than Click. I'm not sure if I even agree with that though. Dude, I mean that's what I'm well, saying. Maybe like, we should have callers call like, in though. And Click let them... had the potential to be a really good movie, but it's. It's also a dumb movie. Hey like, man, if hey if anybody wants to call in and defend Click or defend defend the week of over Click, we will let you call in and defend the week of and give us an explanation for this uh, this choice. Yeah, because I feel like Click is kind of one of uh, it's like Adam Sandler's 2010 staple. Was it 2010? When did Click come out? 2010s. 2005. I mean, it's like it's it's like Click is one of those movies where you kind of see the direction he's headed. After, like all of his like Happy Gilmore, Ma- you know Billy Madison type films, but um, anybody uh, want to call in? We Ed- like speak. Uh, call in. Hey, if anyone wants to call in about any bracket, hold on, hold on, and change our Ed- mind. Edray, I want your opinion real quick. 
What's your What's your favorite scene in Click? When uh, Adam Sandler goes back in time to see uh, his father for the final time because his father died. <laughs> oh my god. Why depressing? <laughs> it's so depressing. Both these. Uh... Yeah, I was I was gonna say that my favorite scene was uh, when his entire fucking family abandons him because he's a piece of shit. So rain over me versus funny people, because I you know if you, if you want to call in for the previous rounds, we'll go ahead and let them. Okay. If they want to uh, change our minds on anything, but uh, rain over me. It's Adam Sandler calling people. in. He's like, hey, I like that movie. <laughs> uh, so what are you thinking? Over over funny people? I don't know. Funny people sounds way better. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. You haven't seen either, though. No, I haven't seen either of them. Most of these movies I haven't seen, and the ones that I have seen, I think we we talked about on last episode. No, we're gonna get around back to it though. Oh, okay, so, okay. This is part two. We didn't we didn't finish round one last time. Because there's so many movies. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh. Um. I think. Oh shoot. You know, what? I'm gonna go with Rain Over Me. I think. I think both are kind of forgettable, but I think Funny People. Um. Was, didn't have. So have you seen all of these movies so yes. far? You've seen all of them. I've seen like yes. I watch. I, I used to watch a lot of movies. Oh my god, that's I know, but that's so Why do you think much. I joined the Screen Junkies that, group. I mean, I get it, but like <laughs> that's so much time invested into Adam Sandler movies. God, what if you just have something to watch? You just watch them. Well, yeah, man. yeah. No, I get it. I get it. But um, I think I'm, I'll go with Ran Over Me. Okay. Okay. What's your, what's your vote? I guess. Uh, I guess Ran Over Me, since Adam Sandler. Is very good at dramatic films compared to comedy films. Well, Funny People was actually. <laughs> <laughs> where'd you Where'd you get your start, Adam Sandler? Oh, I got my start on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, making funny songs. <laughs> making funny songs, but uh, <laughs> oh look, we got we got a caller. But then, for battle, folks. but then you have to wait, sit wait. there and realize. Hey, where are you calling from? What's your name? Hey, this is Tristan from Tennessee. Hey, oh, hey. Tristan, how you doing? Hell yeah! Uh, so uh, I heard you're you're the guy that had some uh, thoughts on the week of versus click. Yes, I, I like the week of more. And granted, I haven't seen click within the last ten years. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> So, uh, what what about the week of makes you makes you think it's better than Click? I just think it's got more heart, and I enjoy the chemistry between Chris Rock and uh, Adam Sandler, minus everybody else from um, that movie where they're adults, grown up. That one. Yeah, yeah, okay, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah it probably has the biggest laugh of the two movies, and I don't think Click has the most laughs in the world. Well, yeah, I, yeah, no, 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 no. Click is pretty. I mean. It, Click, at the end of the day, I think. Well, I mean, wh- why would we even give Click the vote? We really, it's that last, the last ten minutes of the movie, huh? Where he's old and like falls down. Yeah. Like that's like the only thing that really tugs at you. Yeah. That's the only bit of heart in the movie. I think the week of has heart throughout the entire thing. That's true. That's true. Okay. I mean, 
I mean, click, he just goes into Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> right. And has a hallucination. Like And uh and there's really nothing yeah, he's right though. There's nothing really funny about Click. I can't remember what no, I remember like the, the Nick Swartzen, but that's not Adam Sandler. So I mean I there's there's not there's not much funny to much in any of them. <laughs> but Well, um, uh, Eamon, does that change your vote? From his perspective, uh, does Tristan's perspective change your vote? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, now that I think, because he really made me think more about, like, about Click, and I feel like I was, I was, I'm I'm really voting for Click on that last 10 minutes compared to the week of where actually the whole film was. I mean, this whole time, like, the only movie that I think that, uh, like, Adam Sandler I don't know, just did a good good job of that was in click and that's probably the only reason why I was like, Oh, that's that's okay. But if there's another movie where he does it better, then fuck click. <laughs> well man, uh thank you for calling in and uh Hey and, yeah, good to have you on. Thank you so much, and, uh, Tristan. Hey man, if there's anything uh we're testing this uh thing out right now. This is our first time using the call in feature. Uh was it easy to get through? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one thing is like the whole ID thing. Uh, we don't really have a way around that. We uh, any way around that is for like what? paying for, for, for like, Zoom. Well, and yeah, you we, were saying you have to like press like pound or something. Yeah. Well, like the that, whole or? the whole remembering the ID and getting through. Like, oh, the only, the only yeah. way to get around that is to set up like a uh, like a. Per- Oh really? Okay. Well, thanks for letting us know that. We'll try to figure out an easier way after this to see if people can call in. But um, but yeah, man. If you uh, if there's another um uh bracket you want to weigh in on ever uh, during this uh just call call us back. I know you just you just said it was it was uh it was hard to do, but I hate to put you on well, hold and you just, you was just here beeping. Well, what's what's the what's the next one? Well, hey, uh, do you have any vote over um, Rain Over Me and Funny People? Uh, Rain Over Me is a movie I've never seen, but I've always wanted to. Uh, and then Funny People I've only seen once, and it was a very long time ago. And I remember enjoying it decently, so I don't think I could weigh in totally on that one. Okay. All right, man. Uh, just uh, like I said, just call call back if you hear something that you that you can weigh in, weigh on. Uh, thanks for thanks for yeah, calling. Appreciate it. See you again later, Tris. Yeah, it worked out well. That was great. That's cool. It sucks that it's hard to call in though. And it was someone else. It was like, ah, click wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know about the whole um, if you if it take if you don't type it out, type it in one fell swoop. It does well, that. I mean, the other day when we tried it out, I feel like I, I mean, I used a flip phone and 
I looked at a notepad. Looked well, yeah, at the number. He, yeah, but well, like sure I, saw, I felt like I put thing, it in though. like very slow. You know. Okay, but, but I mean, he's probably looking like he's looking, going back, looking. He's probably using yeah, one device. Like, yeah, and if use, you if you have a pause, so you probably have to like, you write might, it down. Yeah, yeah, write it down, or you'd use have it, to like have it like or right have it there. up on your computer and then type it. But a lot of people are using their phones, so they probably don't have the the ability to stop and do their thing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm giving it to Rain over me. I think you were giving it to Rain, and you gave it to Rain. Yeah. So funny people knocked out the board, but I think Rain over me is overall the better film, and I think uh, Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler work well work well together. Oh well, I think I'd said and, uh, funny people, but you guys beat me out. Okay. I just wanted to make more Seth Rogen impressions. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Rain over me was kind of like. It was once again. It was like Will Smith's um, movie, or Will Smith's like really poor or whatever. It had a very similar feel. It looked like Adam Sandler was doing like that Will Smith movie. What movie is that? Where he's, his son's in it? What's that movie? Nothing. Okay. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, um. Um. I can't oh, think uh, of the Pursuit name. Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, yeah. Ran Over Me is like the Pursuit of Happiness it's the, of Adam Sandler. <laughs> it's Adam Sandler Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds horrible. <laughs> all right. All right. Whatever. But uh, uh, you guys win. Anyways, we're going back. We're, we're moving Click because we were sold on the week of being better than Click. So, next up, we've got... I think Click had good production value. And that's good production yeah. value and marketing. Well, the week of, I think, it was a Netflix-made film, and it was one of the cheaper ones that he did. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, visual, like, like, visually and art, art-wise, like, I, there, there wasn't really any good shots in it. That's kind of like why, maybe uh, in my brain, it kind of shuts off. Like, oh, it wasn't that good. But if you think about it, the story and like the la- like, he he made it come back kind of. Whereas, like, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed watching it. Um, <clears throat> we got next up. We have uh, Pixels versus now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. So Pixels was the uh, video game one. Yes, Pixels is where Adam Sandler's a video game player, and then Kevin James is the president, and then oh. now pronounce you Chuck and Larry is Adam Sandler and Kevin James are firefighters, and then they get married to break a loophole. So that Adam Sandler can take care of his kids or whatever yeah. if he dies in a fire. Yeah, I've seen Chuck and Larry. I have not seen. Um... You didn't see Pixels? No, I didn't see Pixels. It was okay. A lot of it's a, it it sounds like something that I like that Adam Sandler tried to stick his grubby hands in. What Pixels? Yeah, for a second time. I mean, I liked Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy was a fucking awesome movie. That's one of my favorite movies. Does he even make a cameo in that? Or is it just a company? No, it's just a company. <sighs> I think, uh... Hey, guys, you smoking weed and playing video a... games? It's me, Adam Sandler. What's the, um... Oh, what's that dude's name that's in Pixels? The, sh- the shorter guy? Um, I'm not sure. He's in, uh, Thor... Uh, not... He's in, uh, Avengers... Peter Dinklage? Peter Dinklage. <laughs> that shorter guy? Peter <laughs> Dinklage? I don't know. I can't remember his name, but that's how a description, man. Little little person, I believe. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Pixels had Peter Dinklage in it. You could have just said funny. the best actor of our generation. Yeah. See? So Pixels does have, right there, Peter Dinklage as a 
as a notch. Oh, versus versus now, a, uh... now pronounced you Chuck and Larry kind of has just the it's kind of like one of the last films he did where it's like the standard Adam Sandler cast, right? I mean, trying it, to cash in on another. Well, I mean, it kind of has everybody that was in all of his previous movies, and it was one of his last movies to do as far as like. I think now pronounced Chuck and Larry was like the last movie he did that separates the like the Wagga Gaga movies <laughs> to like more of like the clicks and the click and bedtime stories and like yeah. the Netflix films and stuff like that. Like he kind of he kind of started acting a bit more adult like in his roles compared to the <laughs> well i mean i feel like he dropped the act i felt i feel like he tried to play this kind of like over the top kid yeah kid like character in every fucking movie and you know it did really good in like billy madison but then it's like okay you can't do like fucking 30 more movies of like that same role man that's that's his audience you don't think that's his audience? You don't think it's his audience? You're killing me. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, Pixels versus now pronounced you Chuck and Larry. I think maybe maybe I will give it to Chuck and Larry. I think it's a better film. Uh, I was trying to defend Pixels, but overall it had, like, a few good scenes. and But I feel like mostly it was a uh, missed opportunity. I mean, is, do you think that Chuck and Larry, like, kind of was positive for the gay marriage movement or do you think that it was just trying to like kind of cash in on a topic oh i'm not sure i think it was just random because i mean that's to to me like i feel like i i've talked to people that thought that like chuck and larry was like kind of like distasteful because of that oh really yeah yeah i mean me i didn't i, I didn't care like chuck and larry seemed like it, i thought it was funny but Pixels might be better. I mean, I'm just trying to think about what I enjoyed watching the most when I watched it. Yeah. I think when I... I think I I had the lowest expectations for Chuck and Larry. Yeah, but, I had but, the, but then it was actually, like, really funny. Like, yeah. So... Uh, but Pixels just had like, had some wonky stuff in it, and it was just kind of weird. And I, I But I like Kevin can James you, as president. Can you... Is there, like, a better synopsis you can get? Because I have... Of like, what? Of Pixels. Pixels? Yeah. Okay. Because I haven't seen it. Did, well, Pixels... You, Ed Ray, have you seen Pixels? No. You're killing me, Ed Ray. You're killing me. No one's seen nothing. Uh, <clears throat> when aliens intercept video feeds of classic arcade games and misinterpret okay. them... As a declaration of war, they attack Earth using the games as modes, mo using the games as models. Knowing that he must employ a similar strategy, President Will Cooper, Kevin James, recruits recruits his childhood pal, former video game champ, Adam Sandler, to lead a team of to lead a team of old school arcade to lead a, to lead a team of old school arcade players and a military specialist in an all-out battle to save the planet. So it's like a mixture of like Transformers and um, dude, what's that? What's that? The last, oh, the last Starfighter. It's like the last like, Tr Starfighter. Tristan's saying that that it, apparently Futurama did an episode where it feels like Adam Sandler might have copied 
that Futurama episode. <laughs> for pictures. He's like, I love that episode of Futurama. I think that was that was an episode, wasn't it? Doesn't yeah. like Space Invaders come down yeah. in Futurama? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of well, like this, the last Starfighter. And... Spe- yeah, this alien species is able to recreate themselves as video game integers. It's almost like Adam Sandler had the money to be able to do the production value of this movie and then tried to cash in on that topic. The only thing that was missing from it was a magical item. Um, I think he has like a magical gun. You know, he gets magic. <laughs> no, he does. He, he does. He gets a magical item, I think, because he's able to um, like form like random machine guns. Like you know, guns. you know, it was a good movie. Strange Wilderness. <laughs> What's that? Was he in that? He wasn't in that. No, it was a Happy Madison one. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I will. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've got to give his his team the props that they can make good movies it's just usually the ones with adam sandler are bad i don't know uh. so uh it's complicated you know peter dink it's like peter dinklage versus i feel like now pronounced chuck and larry had a better feel good stuff and i feel like pixels uh could have been better because yeah at the end of the day pixels was actually i know he's, he's saying uh, futurama but i think the original inspiration was a short film uh, and they adapted that short film. Now that short film might have been a ripoff of fucking Futurama. <laughs> no telling. But I know I don't. Adam Sandler's ideas came from a short film that they wanted to recreate into a film. I like how we're we're into Adam Sandler's bracket, and we're probably about like at the halfway point, and we're already like starting to quote things that Adam Sandler's ripped off for his movies. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Ray, what's your vote? I hate both movies, but I'll give it to Pixels. Oh, shoot. Pixels get the vote. <laughs> uh, oh, what's man. Your... I might. Dude, I love I love Peter Dinklage. I love Peter Dinklage. Okay. Like, we, we may have to give it to Pixels, even though it ripped off. Uh, I, I don't know. Chuck and Larry was a... Yeah, you can't deny that Chuck and Larry was a good movie, though. Like, it was a good movie. Fuck. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Pixels. Okay. Pixels get the win. Okay, we got... We are almost through with round one. He has a lot of movies, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Grown Ups. And I'm, I'm trying to save the best for last, by the okay, way. Okay, okay. For everyone listening out there, best for last. So that's why we're doing Grown Ups versus Grown Ups 2. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, did Grown Ups... Which one had the wrestlers in it? Hmm. Didn't one of them have Stone Cold? Was it Grown Ups 2 that had Stone Cold in it? I don't... I, I'm not going to lie. I've watched one of the Grown Ups... One of the Grown Ups movies? Yeah. And I thought it was really funny, but... I, I, which is the one where they're like almost like at a camp or something? They're at like a water park. Not a water park, but at like a lake or something. I think the first one. The first one? I think I think I think both they go they're all about vacation. I don't know what Damn, you mean. I didn't know that. I don't know. I think I think, I think the, I've seen a bit of both and that grown ups two just like looked like it was just slapped together. Okay, yeah. I think grown ups two was like the same movie, but they had like uh the Twilight people in it and then Stone Cold and stuff like that. 
Yeah, didn't didn't they have like younger versions of themselves or something or what? <laughs> I don't know. What are you asking? Oh, me? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe read off the synopsis for Grown Ups okay. and Grown Ups too. Okay. So let, right. me, let me start off. Let me start off with Grown Ups too. <clears throat> Adam Sandler moves his family back to his hometown to be with friends, but he finds that old bullies, new bullies, party crashers, and more haven't left the crazy life behind in Los Angeles. Uh, Lenny's friends must also cope with their own challenges. Uh, Kevin James must face his ultimate fear. Chris Rock has gone back to work as a cable repairman, and David Spade learns that he has an 18-year-old son. <laughs> Grown Ups... Grown Ups is a single man who drinks too much, a father with three daughters who he rarely sees, a guy who is overweight and unemployed. Is this Grown Ups or yeah. Grown Ups 2? <laughs> grown Ups 1. Okay. A hen so the pe- second one was Grown Ups 2? Yeah. Okay. What do these five men have in common? They used to play for the same basketball team. Now their former coach has died, and they are re- reunited as a fu- funeral. Oh, the re- oh, maybe the second one was a. I thought the first one they do go on. Yeah, the first one they go to a. Water so the park. first one was the second one, and the second one is the first one. I see what happened. So I can't. I can't remember Grown Ups. So in Grown Ups, they're re- they're reunited, All right. and they go on a camping trip yeah and, and yeah adam, adam sandler's character is like oh it's gonna be fun and they have they play a game i try to look for that game it's impossible to find it's like it was only made for the movie because <laughs> like a video game where they're murdering people on a boat but it was like made only for the movie to be are you yeah. sure about that yeah I, I tried to find it damn see i haven't seen that yeah else i'd be able to tell you yeah, grown like, up. Yeah, it's like a weird. I have one area of expertise, it's a weird game. but I haven't seen this Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> like, why to... are you playing this violent video game where you're but killing you know, all these people? The, in Grandma's Boy, they're playing Demonic that was never released. The oh, really? parts of Demonic were used in later games, but that it was never never released. It was supposed in to what, be released. What, what game? What, what movie was that? Uh, Grandma's Boy. Okay. So maybe. Maybe Adam Sandler has a weird connection with video gamers. Yeah, he has like a, a, a develop. He's got a list of like developers, people that are willing to make little. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because it's kind of weird. It's like it was like a really brutal game. It's like man, that actually looks Exa- pretty crazy. D- Demonic Boy. looked like the coolest game I had ever seen. Whenever <laughs> they were showing it. But uh, so uh, what would you give the pick to? So basically, Grown Ups is. I it's. Grown Ups had more of a story, I guess. Grown Ups 2 was like everyone he could think of in a movie. I mean, Grown Ups 2, uh, there were a lot of parts where it wasn't funny. It was kind of like the humor was bad. Yeah. And like, so that made me mad because I remember seeing the first one and really, really like thinking that the first one was genuinely funny. Um, I mean, all, we're just paying. Before this, it was like Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two, and then his Netflix deal. I'm like having a, so I'm like, having a problem we voting paying, here. We were paying for him to go on vacation. <laughs> That's all he did. <laughs> That's all these two movies were was him and his friends on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ray, do you have any thoughts on Grown Ups versus Grown Ups Two? I'll have to give it to the original Grown Ups on account of it was Rob Schneider's last good role before he got blackballed by Hollywood. Yeah, I was about to say, wait, like, Rob Schneider wasn't in the second one, huh? Oh, he wasn't? No. 
Because you just lift, listed it off. You said David Spade, Paul Bart, I Ke- I Paul Bart, Kevin James, and Chris Rock, and Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they cut him out. I think it got cut out because he was blacklisted. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, saying anti-Democrat things, right? Yeah. Like anti-vaccination, propaganda, whatever. Yeah, he was like full, full-blown, uh, like. Well, he was more libertarian speak. I want to say. I think it was more li- you know, yeah, libertarian. Both Rob Schneider and Vince Vaughn was, are really like. Did you ever big find libertarians? That news clip? Like, did you ever find the news clip of um, Rob Schneider and he was like in a newsroom and they asked, they threw him they threw him a, a question, and they thought he was gonna give like a funny ha ha question. Yeah. But then he gives like a. Like a twenty minute, a twenty minutes. Like systematic serious, racism yes. is destroying yeah. uh, people in this. He's like this a twenty minute yeah. serious answer. It's like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Where did Bob Schneider come from? It's like we thought you were gonna make a cum joke, right? Yeah. So, uh, so you want to give it to the first Grown Ups? I think- yeah, I mean, I thought Grown Ups Two was good as well. It just wasn't as good as the first one. Okay, so we have. A few more good ones, and we're gonna go to round two. I gotta set up round two, but um, we have three more in round one. All right. Okay. So let's go ahead and do this. <clears throat> Eight Crazy Nights versus Hotel Transylvania. Okay. So I, I you gotta remember. You, you gotta remember. This is round one. Yeah, round one. So like all of these movies, you need to give a plot. I know it's time okay, consuming, my bad, my but bad. round two, we're gonna go. We're gonna blast through it. Okay. You know. Uh, eight Crazy Nights. Because a lot of people don't know. I I know what Eight Crazy Nights is because I grew up in that that year frame. Two thousand two. Yeah. So Eight Crazy Now Eight Eight Crazy Nights came out in two thousand two. It's about a thirty three year old thirty three year old party animal finds himself in trouble with the law after his wild ways go too far. In keeping with the holiday spirit, the judge gives Davy one last chance at redemption. Spend the holiday performing community service as the assistant referee for the youth for the youth basketball league or go to jail. Davy thinks he's gotten off easy until he meets Whitey Duvall, the eccentric elf like head referee. And basically it's a Hanukkah it's a Hanukkah musical. Okay. It's a it's Adam Sandler's first it's Adam Sandler's first animated film. He made an he made an animated film. And it's a very Hanukkah ish Christmas movie. It's probably my favorite Adam Sandler movie of all. Time. Really? Um, best I, best quote. I best quote from the movie. Love it. I love best, I like best the quote, songs. Best quote from the movie. I like the songs. All right. Best song from the movie. Uh, the opening song. And why? Uh, cause he. No, no, no. Shit. I, you're killing me. Ah, I don't know. I'm the just. Answer. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm just trying to ask why eight crazy nights. Um. I've, oh, you know, I like, like what's a notable so, thing that so you can say to someone where they're like, that, like might get them to watch well, it. Well, because I think it was the fr- uh, Eight Crazy Nights was also the first time he actually had a like really sad something sad happen in the film. Okay, no, you're <laughs> looking at me like because no, everything prior to that it was all just goofy, right? Yeah. Two thousand two, two thousand two, Eight Crazy Nights. Everything else was goofy. Eight Crazy Nights was the first time they had the real, the the weird, the weird sad song. I mean, it was sad when Billy Madison like that wasn't lost. Sad. <laughs> that was not sad. So it was sad whenever he's like singing or whatever. Back to school, back to school, back to school. But uh, 
<laughs> no, no, no. What's a, what's the quotable Eight Crazy Nights? Is like, oh no, Dad died. Yes. Well, no, he what? <laughs> no, well, he's he's in he's in the he's in the mall. He breaks into the mall, or whatever. Okay. He's like throwing a fit. Where? Like, you and I were having to the hockey ring today. When when Whitey mentioned your family, you just went away. He he he's such he has such strong spirit. And won't let down his guard. Let's bring in the big guns. His beautiful Hanukkah card. And then it's like his Hanukkah card opens up and his parents are there. Davy, you are our son. We love you. We died in a car wreck to see you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, it's really sad. I mean, I'm sorry. I get, yeah, like, I guess we shouldn't be laughing take at Take me it. to jail. And then he goes and he goes and uh, they he goes to see if Whitey gets the, um, the trophy. He gets voted the trophy. And they're like, nah. Back to school because <laughs> you ain't get the trophy, died. Whitey. And he's all like, everybody has made fun of Whitey, his hair, but think about the things that Whitey does around town. Oh, <laughs> <And he> just <laughs> thinks about how. And he's like, and he makes all the town people feel like shit for uh, treating Whitey bad, and they go meet him at the mall. So, and, uh, um, one of the things I haven't seen Eight Crazy Nights. I've seen you bits seen and Eight Crazy Nights. No, I've seen bits and pieces, but. Uh, one of the things I do remember is that the, I thought that the animation style was fantastic. Like I thought that it looked really well done. What do you What do you say, Ed Ray? You're over there. You're being quiet. What are the movies again? Eight Crazy Nights and Hotel Transylvania. I'll say Hotel Transylvania because screw Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Screw it, crazy nights. Yeah, that's what he just said. Why? So, um, because there's so many racist overtones in that movie. Oh, see, He's I haven't Jewish. seen it. So, Jewish isn't a free like racist card. <laughs> no, you don't get a. You Jews don't get are more a. Racist than Gentiles. Oh God. <laughs> you uh, don't. You don't. You don't get a pass just for that. Oh shit. Well, like, yeah, I haven't seen it, so I can't. I can't remark on whether or not it is or it isn't so all right well eight crazy nights versus hotel transylvania um i don't know man hotel transylvania just uh it it's up to you i'm not a kid so i didn't watch it you know like that's why i think eight crazy nights is better it's eight crazy nights versus hotel transylvania but then again, A Crazy Nights, I was a kid when it came out. I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's, it's more of an adult cartoon. I think it was PG-13. Yeah, wait, you just said 2003, right? Yes. Okay. Never mind. I was 15. I was... 2002. Okay, 14. Yep, Eight Crazy Nights versus Hotel Transylvania. That's mm-hmm. where we're still on, guys. Anybody want to weigh in, they can. Uh, hey, if you want to comment, call... We'll uh, read your comments. I know I said call in, but I, I mean, think either yeah, way, I think this is a good, a good, a good one to have a, a discussion so about. So let's um, this is a... let's put a hold on this one. If anyone wants to call in or weigh in, we'll uh, listen to your call ins. But it's Eight Crazy Nights versus Hotel Transylvania is one on one right now. So anybody want to weigh in? Go ahead and do it. <clears throat> Next up, we got. <laughs> You eight, don't eight crazy nights. Is it racist? No, you don't mess with Zohan or Little Nicky. Little Nicky, I I didn't watch. Don't mess with Zohan. Oh, I was look. told that it was kind of funny. Oh, we got but... another caller. Who could it be? Okay, that's one second. 
while I'm bringing them up. Hello. Is this a? Hey, Tristan. Oh, okay, you back. Hey, man, you're the only one that's willing to call in, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that's figured it out. So, uh, so I, 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 I want to make a case for either one, and it, 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 this, is, this is a hard one. Okay. I, I think that Eight Crazy Nights, it, it was much more probably too young to watch that. Okay. Adam Sandler, of course, put a lot more heart into that. Has anyone heard any very early Adam Sandler comedy albums? Yes. Yes. So, like, Whitey was the character he would do in skits on those albums. And so he just, I, I think it, it's, a, it's great that he got to put that character in a movie. Yeah, you're talking about the albums with, like, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Lunch Lady? Yeah, and, like, uh, was the, the Hanukkah song and the Hanukkah song, too. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And then you were talking about quotable. You were talking about quotable lines. Yeah. There's one line that I, I still think of makes me laugh every time. And it's because Adam Sandler's character is this delinquent. He's a terrible person. It's all movie. Okay. And at one point, uh, at one point, at toward, I think towards the end, a cop is coming to uh, Whitey's wife and he says, Well, he actually did something really good for people today. And Whitey's wife goes, What did he do? Steal beer for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Steal beer for everybody? <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> uh clink a. For, clink a glass to that one. I think that the argument for, um. I would tell Transylvania, and this is the first one, right? Because I haven't seen the second or third. Yeah, yeah, first one. The first one got some laughs out of me, but never from Adam Sandler. Right? I feel like that's how most of his, like, as time progresses, that's just how all of his movies are. And I don't know if because he's, like, writing the characters where his characters aren't as funny, or if he just genuinely isn't as funny. good <laughs> but uh oh man this is tough because so it's I, like do you like adam sandler or do you like do you not like adam sandler <laughs> <laughs> Look, i think i think a crazy nights uh to, to a fault had like he said i think adam sandler put a lot more work yeah in eight crazy nights yeah i feel i feel like i feel like eight crazy nights is like a passion project for adam sandler yeah so you kind of got to give it, to it was so it was so Different than everything else that he had done at the time, and you know. And for some reason, my mom let me watch it. <laughs> yeah. And when wait, what year did um South Park Uncut come out? South Park Uncut that yeah. was probably in the nineties. Oh uh, no, yeah. was it ninety nine? Yeah, it was. It was like nineties, okay. man. So was like was Eight Crazy Nights one of like the? 
I, I, is it one of the first like uh, adult themed after South Park? Yes, it was. So it was like it was like kind of following a trend with like adult themed cartoons, right? Yeah. So that's another thing to like think about. And like, because because of things like that, we have you know most of the adult like themed shows I'd say yeah. today. So. <clears throat> so I think I. Think, I mean that's speculation. Though. I think Eight Crazy Nights should get the win. Yeah, I think Eight Crazy Nights is probably going to get it. Uh, yeah. Hey, while we got Tristan here, I wanted to ask him earlier. Hey, since this is going to be considered the Thanksgiving episode, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? <laughs> oh, there you go. See, I, I was saying sweet potatoes earlier, but... All right, cool. Thank well, you for that, well, buddy. Well, while you're here, let's... Go... Why you here? Let, let, you want to get him on this? Uh, this Grandma's got the one? plug. Yeah, sure. Bring it up. Bring it up. Yeah, we have, we'll say crazy nights. So we have this upcoming well. one. Do you want to weigh in? That's uh, Little Nicky versus You Don't Mess with Zohan. Oh. <laughs> Did you get? Uh, I mean, they're both. Yeah. But... <laughs> Little Nicky. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yes, Little Nicky. Zohan might be his. Is Zohan the worst film? I mean, other than like... I don't think Zohan is entirely the worst. It's probably the most offensive to a lot of people. Yes. Yes, it is. Because like, he is playing it... earlier about I can now pronounce you Chuck and Larry being offensive to people, but... Yeah, like... Zohan might be the most Because he is really? playing a separate... He's playing a separate ethnicity, right? Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's he, the whole he's thing. Playing, uh, I think a Syrian. Yeah, so he's playing a Syrian character. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so, I see. So it was one of the more offensive ones, and it was just like it was just bad all around. I I might even say. So is Rob Schneider. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I might even say you don't mess with Zohan. It's probably worse than it might be worse than uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, Jack and Jill. It might be a little worse than Jack really? and Jill. Okay, Jack to and Jill me, sounded pretty bad, but no, Jack and Jill is horrible. Jack and Jill's the the worst movie in the world, but I think I think essentially just it was just all stereotypes. Yeah, it essentially just said people from the Middle East love a drink called fizzy bubbles. They all love Mariah Carey. They're all really good at hacky sack. It was kind of like a poor person's uh, <laughs> okay. coming to America. Really? <laughs> uh, like, okay. It was okay. like Adam. It was like Adam Sandler's version of coming to America. Eddie Murphy's coming to America. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, that sounds horrible. I don't, so, I don't. I'm I gonna, think, I'm gonna have to eventually watch it. I think we are gonna give the vote to Little Nicky, and we're gonna go ahead and get you with this last one of round one, and then we'll, uh, we'll let you go. Actually, we have two. Oh shit, we have a few more. But we'll get you one more, and then uh, if you want to weigh in, just call back. Uh, we have um, Billy Madison versus Happy Gilmore. Oh wow, this is a good one. That's a good. That's tough, man. Okay, a simple no with the fight. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. And we are all we're, we're all dumber because of you. And may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, a uh, a simple no would have sufficed. All right, man. Thank you, Trist Tristan, for calling in. 
if, if you hear anything, if you hear hear anything more you want to call in on and speak on, go ahead and don't be afraid to do it. <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was funny. Yeah. Um. So for this one, I think that um, here's the deal. Happy uh, Happy Gilmore financially was way more of a success than Billy Madison was. Okay. Like it, in theaters, as that is. But as far as cult classics, I feel like, I mean, Billy Madison, in my opinion, is probably. I would say that that's my favorite Adam Sandler movie that actually has Adam Sandler in it. Billy Madison? Oh, yeah, yeah. Billy Madison. Like, I can quote almost, Stop looking at me, Swan! I can... Is that the first Happy Madison Shampoo's better than conditioner. Conditioner makes a house hmm? silky and smooth. What's that? Was Was Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore the first in the Billy, Madi- Billy Madison launch? Uh, I think Happy Gilmore was. Was the first? I think so. Which is so weird because Billy Madison's more on tone with his SNL personality. You think? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do think that. Um, I think Happy Gilmore so good though. The fucking Bob Barker fight. Yeah, the Bob Barker fight is is phenomenal. That was. You know what? Ed, I eat Ed pieces Ray. of shit like Ed you Ray. for breakfast. We, we want to hear your. You your, eat you eat pieces quote. of shit for breakfast. Ed, this is Ed Ray's era of okay. movies. Okay. So Ed Ray. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and why? As much as I love Billy Madison in terms of organic comedy, Happy Gilmore was the first movie that got me interested in golf. Then there was the infamous Happy Gilmore Bob Barker fight. Then there was the t-shirt that Mr. Larson wore called Guns Don't Kill People, I Kill People. (laughs) And in the end, Shooter McGavin gets his comeuppance after uh, he steals Happy Gilmore's gold jacket. So, uh, and, and I think, I think Happy Gilmore was one of the first Ben Stiller appearances. Oh, was it? Yeah. Ben Stiller was the, um, wasn't he like the doctor to, uh, who, who, who's his grandma on that? Isn't his grandma someone famous? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Ben Stiller was supposed to be a nurse slash activities director and he was abusing the elderly yeah. by working them by making quilts and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Ben Stiller. Oh yeah. my god. But yeah, it was pretty nuts. It was really crazy. I mean, that that was pretty good. Um, but Billy Madison, after he uh, passes second grade, they have, a, they have a really funny party. You you remember the booger lady, Dude. the lady that uh like her her kid like uh oh, yeah, like the blows mucus queen, Mom. yeah the mucus queen where she like so the kid is like sits there and like sneezes all in the handkerchief oh Billy Madison and then was the burst. lady's trying to like look like sexy to Billy so she like it's like wiping it all over herself uh, all like Billy Madison was first. Billy Madison came out first yeah, before 19, Happy Gilmore? Yeah, Billy Madison okay. was 1995. Happy Gilmore was 1996. Well, I mean, I wasn't too far off. I think I, I, think, I think the reason why is because I actually watched Billy Madison on VHS. Okay. Whereas Happy Gilmore I saw on The box office for Happy theaters. Gilmore was $41 million. And the box office for Billy Madison was... Let's see if that's going to weigh our opinion. 
$26.4 million. So, yeah. that's And that's kind of what I was saying, is I felt like Happy Gilmore was a bigger success in theaters. But I feel like lasting power, I feel like... I, I'm, I mean, this is my personal opinion, man. Like, I feel like Billy Madison, well, over time... To Billy, me, Ma- was Billy funnier, Madison but... also has Chris Farley. Thank you for Tristan Glover for showing. Yeah, up. yep, that's true. That's true. So, that, and that was the only. And in, in Adam Sandler says that like a lot of his movies would have more Chris Farley if he was still alive. And that was like, I think that's like one of the only movies. I would have cashed in on that for as long as driver. I could have. Chris Farley's yeah, the, bus, he's the driver, bus driver. Dude. You don't... Oh yeah, I've heard some people would bang that teacher. <laughs> Sit down and shut up. <laughs> Oh, man! Uh, I, oh, yeah, I've brained that teacher. No, you haven't. No, I haven't. No, but I have a friend no, who banged that teacher. No, you don't. Friend. Yeah, I don't. No, I but don't. I, I bet I could imagine banging that I teacher. <laughs> I could imagine banging her. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, I might... Yeah, I might have to give it to, to the happy... happy. No, 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 Billy. Uh, Billy. Billy. Billy Madison? Yeah. Even though... Ha- You're not cool unless you pee your pants. I feel, I feel like... That's racist. <laughs> happy, happy, happy had a lot of um, good cameos though. I mean, I, Happy was like an all-star thing, but Billy Madison was really—it's his start to his film series, and it's like, it's like everybody that's connected with him is in that movie. Yeah, it's got a, a lot of people. See, um, I, think- I was. I was the only thing I wanted to say about Little Nicky from before was that it had uh, one of the get- grandma's boys in it, Dante or yeah. whatever. Um, that was the only reason why I liked Little Nicky over the other one. But um, I know that's a different movie. So mind. we're doing uh, that's that's a lot of votes for Billy Madison. Let's yeah. go to Billy. Oh, we took down the giant. Happy Gilmore was probably the. I'd say I'd say third third best movie so that we have... I'd say that he's done. We have Just Go With It versus Blended. Okay, is this still round one? Yeah. All right, then you're going to have to... Shit, my bad. Do a synopsis. Okay. <laughs> also, maybe... I mean, should we have done a synopsis for the other ones? Okay. Uh, for the people that didn't know, Billy Madison, um, Adam Sandler's character is a... Uh, is like kind of kind an adult child who always he just sits at home and his dad pays for everything and then one day his dad you know is gonna retire and he's gonna pass down the mantle of his company um and he wants it he he would like to do it he'd like to give it to billy but billy's a an idiot he never went he never like graduated from school or anything he didn't even uh get a, a junior high college or middle school college so billy has to in order to um, beat uh, beat the guy. He's he's the guy in RoboCop who's like the the guy that uh, that makes the mechs in RoboCop or whatever. Like in order for him to b- beat that guy for the top of the company position, he's got to go back to school, and it, it's like a little montage of every year that he goes to school and beat out the guy in the end in like a Jeopardy style format. Oh. It was good. It was really good, right? Yeah. Um. Where whereas Happy Gilmore, he was, and I. It's kind of hard for me to remember the main storyline of Happy Gilmore. He just had this like magical. He was like really good at golf. He 
he had a really good drive or something like that. He had like the best drive that anyone had ever seen, but he'd like had never played real golf before or something like yeah. that. And then so he goes out there and then he's just naturally good at it. So then he uh he gets a little bit of practice from the guy who uh had his arm chopped off by the alligator. You, you remember what I'm talking about? The guy that ate his arm? Apollo Creed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was great. I mean, I thought it was a funny movie too. But I don't really remember the storyline. I'm happy okay. Gilmore. So. Uh, so Just Go With It versus Blended. Uh, Just Go With It was the first time, was a, was the first um, team up of... What's her name again? Um, Jennifer Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. Okay. It was Jennifer Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler, and it was um, his heart recently broken. Plastic surgeon Danny McAbree pretends to be, Adam Sandler. Plastic okay. surgeon Adam Sandler pretends to be married so he can enjoy future dates with no strings attached. He his web of lies works, but he meets Palmer, his gal of his dreams. She resists involvement instead of coming clean. She resists involvement. Instead of coming clean, Adam Sandler asks Jennifer Aniston, his assistant, to pose as his soon-to-be ex-wife. Instead of solving Danny's problems, the lies create more trouble. Who would have figured that? In Blended, recently divorced man... Recently di- <laughs> oh my god. Recently, recently divorced mom, Drew Barrymore... Okay. And widowed dad, Adam Sandler, let their friends push them in a blind date, which goes disastrously wrong. Unsurprisingly, neither neither wants to see the other ever again. How, however, fate intervenes when both Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, unbeknown to each other, purchase one half of the same vacation package at a South African resort. They and their children are forced to share the same suite and participate in a slew of family activities together. Is that Fifty First Dates? Is that the... No. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Sounds like it. I mean, I know it's the same people, but like... So what do you think? Just go with it or blended? Um... I mean, honestly, it's it sounds like the I'll, first one was yeah. more interesting. No, yeah, a hundred percent, dude. I bought just I bought just go just with go it. with it. Because you know, said that very proud. I don't know. I know. I'm not, actually <laughs> not. That, I'm not that proud. I actually don't know why I bought it. It's okay. It was probably it's, a good it movie, might right? Be, I think I even listed it randomly on one of these lists. I because because like uh, screen junkies, they do these like. A, a lot of people in the in the Screen Junkies group will like make a list with uh, Letterbox D or whatever. You keep giving a lot of uh, shout outs to them. Because that, that's who we're streaming to. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. That's where Tristan's from. Oh, okay, okay. It's Screen Junkies fans. Well, shout outs. I felt like it would be. I thought it was smart to promote uh, in yeah, the yeah. Screen Junkies fans group yeah, whenever for, we talk about movies. For sure, for sure. Because I feel like somebody like Tristan <laughs> would, who loves movies would want to, you know put their two cents in yeah no it makes you perfect know, it's sense. always fun to talk about movies yeah no i did i didn't get that at first my bad i was like uh what uh so just go with it i i bought and uh i i probably they, they make a bunch of lists in letterbox d 
was like top 10 or whatever. Well, it's cool to have this collaboration. Thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks, y'all. Top 10 movies of all time. Yeah. I I think I put Just Go With It randomly in my top 10. Probably number 10, but it's one of my favorite movies. Of all time? That I I watch a lot. How many? Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) I'm going to have to. How many Adam Sandler movies are in your top ten movies? That's just that one. Just that one? So this, so just go with it. It's potentially your favorite Adam Sandler movie. Which is weird because maybe it's not, but for some reason I put it there. Because I cause okay, I it, it may lot. not be your favorite, but you're saying that it is the best Adam Sandler movie. Which well, is weird. I, I I can't explain why I like it so much. I and I can't it. understand because I haven't seen it. So, so it's like I feel like I feel like him and Jennifer Aniston, like I said with Murder Mystery. They... How do, do how does this work? Are you able to bring up a trailer right here? What would you, you would you be able to bring up a trailer? Um, I have to no, I have to change all kinds okay, of settings. Okay, okay, never mind, never mind. Don't worry about it then. If I, I'll I'm, have to look at it later. I'm po- I'm I'm I'm, I'm view- they can see voice meter in us talking. Alright. So um, I, I, sh- I could have made it regular, but I didn't want all this like weird information popping up. No, it's all good. Ed Ray, okay. have, have you seen either of these movies? Hell no. <laughs> so, Blended, Blended, just, okay, just go with it, was, was really, really under-received because of Blended. I feel like Blended and Just Go With It are very similar movies. And because of that, the both of them kind of went under, right? Because they were on top of on top of being similar movies, they're very similar to previous Adam Sandler movies. Okay. Where like, oh, Adam Sandler trying to hook up with a chick. That's like all of his movies. Majority of his previous movies are him Ex- and a chick. Except for the one where he's pretending to be gay with a dude yeah. so that he can no hook to, up, to hook with, up with a chick. chick. <laughs> to yeah. hook up with a chick. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, but just go with it. For some reason, it's just I feel like it's like the weird chemistry he has with Jennifer Aniston in that movie. Yeah, just works. It's like it's a weird. It, it weirdly works. Uh, the the kids are funny in it. Um, there's a lot of funny moments in it, and it's like quirky kind of. Um, it has a very. It does have a very Fifty First Dates vibe to it. Yeah, because in Fifty First Dates he pretends to be elaborate. Um like professional whatever to get dates and this in this one he pretends to be married to get dates it's like oh my wife beats me and then people sleep with him <laughs> and so it's just super but there's like there's like a really funny scene i think where they go where he takes this this lady's children to like chuck e cheese like a fake chuck e cheese or whatever and it's just like I, i'm gonna i'm gonna pay you i need to pay you to uh to pretend to be my kids or whatever to make my this girl like me so she'll marry me or whatever and like, and then like the the little girl starts talking talking English because that's what she learned in her fucking drama class. And so he's like, "Where the fuck are you British? Why are you British? I'm sorry." He's just fucking dramatic. It's dramatic. He gets dramatic, and the kids like, and this little kid uh, tricks Adam Sandler into bringing the whole family to Hawaii, like paying for their okay. whole family to go to Hawaii, and like the kids like. It's like, well, and the, and, the, and the girl he's trying to impress is like, why are you crying? My daddy says, 
He usually takes us to a trip to Hawaii, but this year he can't because he's married to you. <laughs> and then Adam Sandler's like, <laughs> and then Adam Sandler's like, no, don't worry, I'll take you, I'll take you to Hawaii. Oh no, don't worry, I'll take you to Hawaii. Look, just go with it. Has the most random cameo: Nicole Kidman playing the wife of Dave Matthews' character. It does have random cameos. Oh, and yeah, when he gets to Hawaii. Actually, when Adam Sandler gets to Hawaii, there's quite a bit of, like, old-school Adam Sandler casting showing up. Okay. So I thought that was, uh, that was fun, too. <clears throat> a lot of fun stuff. So you think that the most universally Adam Sandler movie get, is Just Go With It? and it, You know what's funny? Yes. Yeah. I, think, I think Just Go With It might be the most Adam Sandler Sandler movie. Oh, God. Because it literally has every, has almost every aspect of an Adam Sandler movie. All right. From like the weird, oh, to from like like click or something like the oh that's kind of sad oh to like the all moments to like the I'm trying to get the girl moments. Yeah. So it's really like the it's like the peak of those type of films. Okay. It really is. It's really like a mix of all of it. It's like really, it's honestly, it's not the funniest. But it's no, probably no, but, the. But Adam Sandler was never the funniest. The most so. Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. That Adam Sandler has ever made. That's a that's a good representation uh, and a and really my, really good synopsis. That's my battle for it. Yeah. Blended, they just go. I mean, it's literally. It's your opinion. Blended is, is fucking um, what's that uh, TV show, with the kids. Um, blended the TV show with the kids. Yes. Yeah. Uh, shoot. You know what TV show it is. I don't know. The kids and the parents. Wait, you said... Brady Bunch. Uh, Brady Blended, Bunch? Blended as Adam Sandler's Brady Bunch in Africa. Okay. That's I thought I, you said it was Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Oh, it's a joke that her, her well, family Drew, is African? No, Drew Barrymore has her family. Here's a story of a man named Adam Sandler. He was having his kids and stuff, and his wife died... And he went on a vacation to Africa, and so did this other girl who had oh, a family. Oh, okay. And they bought the same tickets from the same couple who set them up on a date that they hated. But now they're going to get fall in love because they're in Africa. I was trying to make the song rhyme. You know what? Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> like, that's like almost exactly the Brady Bunch story. It is. <laughs> that, like, almost like... So, uh, so just go with it. I think it gets the vote for me. Okay, okay. So, okay. so best, in your opinion, best Adam Sandler, universally Adam Sandler movie versus Adam Sandler's Brady Bunch yes. movie. Yeah. Okay. Good? Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I mean, I'll trust your judgment and go with the. Uh, okay, just go I'll with it. I'll just go with it. <laughs> I'll just go with it. So, last. Last movie. Ed, Ed Ray, do you wanna do you wanna weigh in here? Just go with it. <laughs> Just go with it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so last last battle in the Adam Sandler movie bracket part one. Okay. Is the wedding singer versus Oh shit. Versus Fifty First Dates. I've Oh man. Dude, like I'm not gonna lie. I was I was thinking that Click probably had some of the best emotional pull that for some reason uh, of most of the Adam Sandler movies, but dude, 50, 50 First Dates was a tearjerker. 
It really was. Like, I I loved 50 First Dates, but at the same time, it's kind of corny. It's, like, I feel like 50 First Dates doesn't have good uh, rewatch value. I, I you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go back and rewatch 50 First Dates. And, he, and, and uh, Adam Sandler doesn't... You, what's, fun, what's weird about Adam Sandler is he's a musical comedian. Yeah. Like all of his yeah, like there's all there's no fucking question that Wedding all, Singer all is like sta- amazing. All dude. of his stand up is musical, and like the only two musicals he's done is Wedding Singer, which is not a musical but it has songs in it, yeah. and then Eight Crazy Nights. Those are like the two things that really resonate with his original style of comedy, of stand up comedy. Because if you watch his Netflix stand up special, it's all music. That's he's a, he's actually a musical, he's a he's a music comic, he's like fucking uh, Stephen Lynch. He's a time Lynch. to make a funny I mean, he, song. He's legitimate. He can be he can be super silly. Yeah, but no, you then know. He, I mean SNL. I mean time to that's like make the SNL a thing. funny song. So like, he, he, a lot of his movies are either SNL or he has those random moments. Like uh, like in uh, the last episode we did where we had mixed nuts. Did you see, on. yeah, I was about to say you saw him in mixed yeah, nuts. Yeah, mixed where nuts, he was... and like where he does like the songs, and that's actually more in tune with his actual stand-up comedy. Yeah, where he got to his start, so he gets to start in stand-up comedy. He's a musical musician. He does this like weird kid-like thing in SNL. You know, I, I feel like Wedding Singer was the first one that really. But well, mixed nuts was I think I think mixed nuts might have been before Wedding Singer, but Wedding Singer was his own thing, and it's like the only one that really showcases some of his like weird songs and stuff like like him singing wearing like like uh like that freak right there is like uh, somebody kill me please I want to die put a bullet in my head love stinks yeah yeah. No, <laughs> and it was uh Brian Posehn was in it. It was one of his first, is like his first role ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brian Posehn, Wedding Singer is a Wedding Singer is pretty gold. Fifty uh, First Dates is like a, it's really fun. It's like him and it's him and Drew Mary, him and Drew Barrymore's first um role together. I, th- I think was it was, their wait, first wait, one? Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wasn't Drew Barrymore in The Wedding Singer? Oh shit! No, yeah. this, this is two. Yeah. This is two Drew Barrymore things. Yeah. My bad. I forgot about Drew. Bar- I forgot. Drew <laughs> she's the she's the girl that she is. Well, she looks different, maybe. Oh, she looks a lot different. Well, no, <laughs> you know, you so, know. So this is Drew Barry. This is Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore versus Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Do you like it more, the wedding singer? <sighs> it's or like, do you like it's like do you like do you like stuff? Yeah, do you like 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 comedy, like comedy, or do you like? Kind of, kind of drama. Kind Which of drama. drama. I'd say Fifty First Dates. Really? Yeah. I think Wedding Singer's the drama-ish one. Isn't well, I mean, depressed? I mean, yeah, but like Wedding Singer is, the, I feel like it's well, what's overall like what's t- the, funnier. What's the jokes in Wedding Singer? Um, it's really like awkward comedy, <laughs> right? Yeah. In, well, I feel I feel like Fifty First Dates is when he starts. Fifty First Dates is when Adam Sandler starts doing like really more quippy, lazy comedy, like the like kind of like the comedy you see in Grown Ups. You don't think? His hit he kind he he's, he his acting 
and all that is more of like a grown up. It was it was more it's, like adult. It's kind of like the start. It's kind of like the start like, of his like I'm just kind of like it's like Wedding Singer was kind of like young adult, and I feel like yeah, Fifty First Dates was like full adult. Like maybe it just reflects him. You think? Because I think I think I think that is where it starts. I think it goes from there, and it goes. He goes from there, and he goes to Mr. Deeds, and I think uh, he. Those are good movies, but if you if you notice how he acts in those movies compared to the other movies, he's like, uh, he's not wacky anymore, or he's not like he's not like scre- if he screams he's not like Rah! he's like Rah! I don't know like, I can't explain it like he's just like when he talks regularly it's a little bit more lazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like he's already made his money and he's <laughs> just trying to continue making so money. So I, I think Fifty First Dates was it was a really good movie, <laughs> but it really was the start. If it became I can't remember what the release It's date almost was. like all of his friends were like, Yeah, but where's your Oscar? Yeah. I can't remember I can't remember <laughs> the release date, but if it was before Mr. Deeds, then it was the start of his like of that style of acting. Yeah. Which both movies are good. I'm not, you know, they're not bad movies. They're actually decent comedies. Decent comedies. You know, they're not, they're not like winning awards for comedy, you know, but I mean, for that audience, for the Adam Sandler audience, they're passable. They're like, okay, we get a new movie. That's fun. And I feel like Wedding Singer had a bit more of him in it. It's one of the, it's one of those movies that had a bit more not him, him just being in it, and it also it also it had a mixture of both his SNL character, in a sense, like was there were certain moments where he yeah. had SNL, but it it's also a, had a sense of his. It's stand-up. almost like he was a key part of the development process in writing for the wedding singer, and almost like he was almost completely detached from it. During Fifty First Dates. Well, we don't know that. No, we don't know that. I'm just. I'm, pure, sure I'm how, speculating that that is what happened. I'm not sure happened. how his production company works. Yeah, no. <laughs> are you, are, yeah, yeah, we don't know. No. <laughs> I mean, he may. We may be like grossly underestimating him. He may spend all of his time just sitting there writing all of these movies. So, uh, Ed Ray, give us your opinion on Fifty First Dates and Wedding Singer. What do you think? I think Fifty First Dates is boring. The Wedding Singer was awesome. <laughs> you thought it was boring? Why? <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't watch the movie after 20 minutes. Meanwhile, the wedding singer had a more compelling story. Yeah. All right, pour yourself another glass of wine there. Oh, come on. We don't have much time left. Oh, we have a bunch of time. We have a time to get you get, uh, get tipsy and drink. So, I mean, honestly, yeah, I'm going to say... Um, I just... I think wedding singer... Like... Like... When I think of Adam Sandler, I think of funny movies, and then I also think of, like, bad movies that are dramatic but kind of sad. And, um, I don't know, man. I This one's hard. This one's hard. <laughs> like, Fifty First First Dates, I, I genuinely liked it. Like, I thought that Adam Sandler... It was, it was the first movie that made me take a step back and be like... Adam Adam Sandler can do some serious stuff that genuinely makes me feel like like that was a compelling storyline and not just another Adam Sandler movie. 
Um, Wedding Singer was such a fucking, like, shock, though, whenever I was younger. Like, when it came out, like, it just, like, blew my mind. So, I'm going with Wedding Singer. Okay. Yeah, I think think I'm going to go with uh, Wedding Singer as well. Woo! December 13th is when Uncut Gems comes out. Um, shit, this is a long episode. We may, we may want to do a third part. Do a third, do a third part like of that. later. But yeah. before, obviously before, we have, we have to record it and post it before December 13th. I don't want to, because this whole thing is kind of, I want to, it's a, it's a build up to apparently his best film ever. The critics are saying is Adam Sandler's best role in Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems? What's, yeah. what's Uncut Gems about? Uh, he's basically. No, 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 no. Let's save it for a different episode. <laughs> but if you want to, uh, I, feel, I, hope, I hope we don't feel like we screwed people. No, we no, didn't okay. sue anybody. So this is. I uh, mean, uh, I mean, are you wanting a direct answer? Like I already told you, my like, my favorite Happy Madison movie. Well, this is, is Adam grandma's Sandler. is grandma's world. This is Adam my Sandler favorite in it. favorite one directly with Adam Sandler is in it is. Probably Billy Madison. We'll see what happens in the next time. Uh, we're, we'll have to pick a date, whatever date that is, and we'll pick a date to finish this. Uh, we'll do a part three. It has to be before December 13th. Uh, we yep. want to do this before gems come out. Thank you, Tristan, for joining us. Uh, it's just a really long episode. We're about, I know we're about out, we're about an hour and 40 and talking yeah. about, we're about an hour and 40 and talking about Adam Sandler movies well this we, is we, we this is started and we had, we had like 20 minutes of uh of our actual podcast before this so we're about two hours into the podcast yeah well i mean this is meant to be the big long listen is, listen to it on thanksgiving this is our thanksgiving episode so so we want, want you guys this? to to check it out and you know have a good sit down kind of laugh because you know opinions. it's getting it's finally here the holidays are finally here you're here with your family you're spending some time hopefully you're having a good time. I know that some people out there, dude, when it gets the holidays, man, it's hard for them. Yeah. So you know, I hope that I hope that we can help some people just by providing a little bit of humor, um, some some good opinions, and uh, letting you know so, whether or not these beers are worth tasting. So next so. time we come on, it will be a little bit uh, faster because we're gonna have a lot more. Uh, like we have half the movies taken out, so now it's like it's gonna be a lot better, and uh, we'll go to a third part. And the next one, uh, like we'll prepared. have to give a disclaimer or something, but we're not gonna sit there and explain them. Okay. Like we can just choose. So uh, thank you, thank you, Tristan, for calling in. That yeah, was thanks, awesome. Man. Appreciate um, that. That's a that's a big deal to us too. I may have set it up wrong, but we're gonna see. Hopefully, you were, obviously uh, not. Tristan was able to call. No, no, no. I. I I don't know if I don't know if we picked them up. We should have picked them up. Uh, oh, you it, mean not through the? It may have been slightly mispicked up, but um, we'll be more prepared next time. And hopefully he's on there. Um, it was fun though for him to call in though. It was awesome getting his opinion. And obviously, if anything, the viewers and listeners heard us listen to his opinion and Dude, react no, to it. I, I love have having interactions with people. Like it's it's cool because. 
one of the, one of the fun aspects of that is you know we're talking to each other we have the limited information <laughs> he said, what else me, am i going to do while i'm at work <laughs> yeah fuck it but uh <laughs> but uh we'll, we're, we're gonna come back we're gonna do it exactly. again exactly it's fun uh, having those interactions with people this because is actually they have two. information that we do not have because we did a first know? half of his movie of his movie list obviously so this is our second half of his movie list All right. so third part will be straight down the line just you know, knocking them out. Yeah, because yeah. there's obviously less less movies to talk about. We we just we just hacked off half his list because we I made a bracket with every movie he's been in. <laughs> so slather up your uh, your 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 or lather up your your grandma's uh, sweet potatoes that only only her potatoes that you'll eat with some uh, some good Thanksgiving stuff and have a have and a good for, turkey day and for screen junkies. Uh, Maybe we'll post before we go live. We'll post like a day in advance or two days in advance. We'll have to get we'll have, me and Eamon will have to plan that out yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. better, so we can like post like, hey, this day we're going live. People want to call in, but uh, awesome to hear from Tristan. Uh, you want to go ahead and rate this narwhal imperial um, stout? So one of the things that I did like about the narwhal is initially that I couldn't taste it, but whenever we let it get to like room temperature and drinking it. Um, I feel like uh, it has a nice spiciness in the uh, in the aftertaste that I really appreciate. So I'm gonna give it a, a good solid six. A six? Yeah, good solid. Six. Good solid six. I, I yeah, six point five. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's really good. I think uh, it's it's a pretty standard imperial stout. They might have nailed it. Yeah, I feel like it's it's a uh, it's a big well missing the missing the big horn. Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, so that's our thoughts. That's our uh, that's our show. That's our opinions on some Adam Sandler movies. Hey, if you didn't agree with our picks of best Adam Sandler movies of round two of round one, well, it's actually round one part two of round <laughs> one part two. Of Adam Sandler movies before Why Uncut you Gems you? comes out. Oh, I'm sorry. This was just our opinions, and that's fine. Cause all we've got all here we got are here our opinions, opinions and beer. And beer. Thank you for listening.